like if you I put it to you this way, if you go up to a stranger on the street, if I I feel like it's a high percentage that it'll only take like f- 10 five a few minutes to figure out who you're once or twice removed from. I don't know if you fucked that uh, someone they fucked, but yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I know him. I went to it's either cuz there's only like what 10 high schools, maybe 15, but there's only like, you know, there's neighborhoods and it's it just people have been there for the long haul, too. Yeah. You know, it's not like a transplant city like this. So it's like, you know, so someone always knows somebody. People grew up there, huh? Yeah, people grew up there, yeah. Like, if you, like, pick a Staten Island resident, and I go, like, right now on Facebook, anybody, I'll definitely have mutual friends. Really? In common. Yeah, pretty much. I think so. Yeah. Boss rap, stupid. I'm telling you right now, Staten Island, man. Don't front on me, yo. I grew up in Staten Island where the doors be locked. Got dealers be in the building, the floors be hot. Yo, dress be in the spot selling bags of meth. On a good day, you might see my homeboy chef. Joel, he turned rat, now he's scared to death. Little kids still running around, way after the dark. At the PS 57 near Policeman Park. In the back, they found the newborn stuffed in the bag. In the Hola, senoritas y caballeros. La bienvenida. Ari Dishafir's a skeptical tongue. It's definitely not conjugated, right? Welcome, you guys, to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. On today's episode, do you guys watch Impractical Jokers? Um, if you don't on True TV, it's hilarious. Um, I, I, I like most comics were like, I can't watch fucking Staten Island D bags. Fuck around. But it's better than that. You want to write it off because they're Staten Island D-bags, but then, but then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is actually really funny. Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers um, is my guest today, and he's going to talk to me about Staten Island, Garbage Barge, USA. What a fucking dump. What a terrible reputation Staten Island has. And so I wanted Sal to come in and talk about it. I wanted him to do it for a while, and then I went out of town for the winter, and then I went out of town for another winter. Uh, you know, I leave. But then this week, guess what? He's on the season premiere of This Is Not Happening. Season three, TV season three, overall season five. Um, it's out October 13th, 11.59 p.m., 11 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Mountain, and then nine or midnight. I don't know how that works. Uh, Western. Um, this Is Not Happening, season three premiere. It's me and Sal Volcano in this one. We have all new openings, all new stories. Some returning favorites like Burke Kreischer, Bobby Lee, Renazisi, Ali Sadiq, me, Simone. I'm trying to think who else came back. Um, brand new people, legends like Brian Regan, Doug Stanhope. Um, and new guys I really like, Gastor Almonte, uh, uh, Sean Flannery, Joe List. It's going to be a great season, you guys. Uh, I die every episode this time in the openings. Jeff Tomzik outdid himself again. The crazy man. Um, so set your DVRs, I guess, if you still use those. Otherwise, it's on the Comedy Central app. Um, and the stories are out on YouTube. Right now, Sal Volcano's story is out on YouTube. The YouTube versions, in case you're wondering, are longer and better than the TV versions because they're longer. They're the complete stories. So watch them on YouTube. They come out every week. I know if you saw the old ones, you're like, I already saw this one. No, you didn't. You saw a fucking edited show. And by the way, if you live in Canada and Australia, I'm sorry, you guys. I, I don't... I keep trying and trying to get it unblocked in your country and New Zealand, I guess. But who gives a fuck about New Zealand? But mostly Australia and Canada. And a little, sure, a little bit Australia. Uh, New Zealand. It, listen, my only advice, there's an app called BetterNet and you can watch stuff using that. 
uh, on your phones or your computers, BetterNet, B-E-T-T-E-R-N-E-T. It's free and it'll un-geoblock everything else. Besides that, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know. I've tried and tried. I, I don't know. Tweet at them, maybe. Tweet at, tweet at Comedy Central. Say, un- let me watch this not happening in my country, whatever country you're in. Maybe that'll help. I, I don't know. Um, it's very frustrating for me, so I'm sorry it's frustrating to you too. But if you live in America or the UK or anywhere in Europe, go to This Is Not Happening playlist, a new story every Tuesday. And today is out. Stan Hopes is already out and, uh, and Sal Volcanoes is already out. Joe List is coming next, next Tuesday. Um, so yeah, go there and watch it. And this episode is all about Staten Island and let's start. Now, let me say one more thing. As I've been doing better in this podcast and the numbers go up, uh, they're better than ever. Last month was the most downloads I've ever had. I don't have an ad every week, but I have an ad some weeks. So um, I've rethought things. You know how I pay comedians? I pay them 100 bucks to do the show. Probably the only comic. Maybe two or three other ones who actually pay comics, even though they're making ads. And I'll just keep leading by example. But every week I get a Photoshop done. And listen, here's the deal. I don't need you to work very hard in the Photoshop. It's just a quick 10-minute fucking whip something together. It's a good, fun way for fans to become part of the show. And I give you credit on uh, on my website, arithegreat.com, where you can see all the music, details from the person who's on state, who's on the show, or you know extra things that, that we mentioned. Um, like for the running of the bulls, all these pictures from Kai falling down. You guys got to check that one out. The website for the running of the bulls podcast for sure. Check that out. Ari, for that. Um, but I've changed my mind. I don't know if you're real artists or not. I'm not commissioning real artists. I don't have a lot of money to pay you guys, but I do have more money than I had before. So from now on, I am paying the people who do photoshops for my podcast. Not much, because I don't have much to pay for it, but I'm going to pay something. So let's say 15 bucks. That's a comedy store spot. 15 bucks. So if you do the photoshop, I put it on Twitter like I need a photoshop. Here's this week's episode if anyone wants to help. I will send you $15. Yes, that is one comedy store spot. That's fair. Thank you for your work. I don't need it. The podcast will be out the same regardless, but it is a nice little detail. It makes the website look a little cooler. So, 15 bucks. Anything I use. If I don't use it, I'm not paying you. I appreciate the time you put in, the two minutes or the 50 minutes, whatever it is. But if I use it, I will give you money. Same goes for Instagram. If you want to do a, 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 a Photoshop for my special, which is happening November 2nd through the 5th in Austin, Texas. Get your tickets now, November 2nd through the 5th. I just went down to the scouting for the fucking venue. It's going to look great. I'm so stoked I'm doing it this way. I'm taking full control over every, every detail of it. Um, I don't know what I'm calling it. I keep changing. Right now, I'm, I'm thinking of childhood and adulthood or children and adult shit, childhood and grown-up shit. I don't know, something along those lines. If you want to do a Photoshop for it, November 2nd through the 5th at Cap City Comedy Club, I'll put that up. 15 bucks for you too. Won't use everybody's, but make sure to include your Instagram name and your Twitter name. 
All right, you guys. Um, let's start the episode, shall we? I don't have anything else to say. I've always heard of uh, Staten Island as being a real fucking shit shitburg. Sal seems to like it. So he came on. He talked to me. Let's do it. Oh, also, I'll be at the Bell House um, October 18th in Brooklyn. If you want to get tickets to that, I'm doing my hour as is. We're taking intermission in between. We're doing a hunt for the edible. I haven't done one of those in New York yet. Hunt for the edible after the show. So come to the Bell House. Get tickets right now at AriTheGreat.com. Let's start the episode, you guys. Um, why not? And if you're looking for a good muzzle for your dog, go to the Fuzzle, everybody. Thefuzzle.com. They're stylish muzzles for your shitty asshole dog. Um, that is not a paid ad. All right, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tell all your friends. You can subscribe to this. You can go to my website, AriTheGreat.com. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Laughable. Um, which is a great new app and that's it you guys let's start the episode Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank episode 279 Garbage Barge USA no Garbage Dump USA what am I going to say this Garbage Dump USA all about Staten Island what's that volcano starts now up from the 36 back on that bullshit okay we have a strap on the bullshit Staten Island's the bro park here we still click Wu-Tang Wu-Tang but yeah i'm excited to have you on too that's cool when you're right before we started when you're like it's my first time yeah i wanted to tell you that yeah yeah, yeah. i was like because for me it was like a thing and like i was feeling it inside and I was like, I wanted to thank you for it. What, like nervousness or like, no, you know, like, like, like glad like about it? No, like happy, really yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah, and so I think I just turned to you and I was like, I just want to let you know. This is my first solo television stand-up appearance. Like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think Louie was on right after me, too. And I was like, Anderson? Yeah. It's great. I can't. The level of people that you have on this show is unbelievable. You're Regan. I'm so oh excited God. to get Regan. I know. And Stan Hope. I know. Yeah, sometimes we get good people. Yeah, Louis Anderson. Sometimes we get like people that are like, oh, hell yeah. Do you stop and think that yourself, like, this is my show, and these are the, I'm getting some of the, the literally the best comics that ever lived on this fucking Oh. Do, does it, do, are you ever like, look what I, I made this? Like, I'm, I'm. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. Maybe I should Really? Be. Oh, you yeah. got to take a self inventory. Yeah, I got to take, take a step back. <laughs> yeah. I would be like that. If, if that was, if your show was my show, I'd be like, Look at what I've what look at the amalgam like this is crazy what you're doing. We had a show once at this improv side room. I think it's back open again now, yeah. And the then, lab uh, that the thing? lab, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like this black box, forty seats. And one of the shows we had was Jackie Cation, Eddie Ift, Kreischer, Jim Jeffries, and Bill Burr. Wow. Yeah, and it was like, Yeah, good show, man. Fuck yeah. yeah it was a good show. And that's yeah. when the improv got mad at me. They're like, Why are you over there for five dollars? Right. And I'm like, I don't you'd ever offer me the other room. I don't know. Right. Isn't it isn't it crazy that there's so much there's so many rooms, so many comics, so much available for people to see. Yeah. And then it just shows end up standing out for whatever reason, how you book it, the feel of the room, uh-huh. the person running it, how it gets promoted. Sometimes things just take and if you look at another night, another time, another room, it might be like offering something similar, 
but people, but no one will go to that. Or people do not versa. attach themselves yeah. to it. Yeah, it, I wonder what makes it go. Like meltdown became like a cool vibe, cool hangout, right? Which they're ending now. What? Did, oh, are they it, really? Yeah, he just announced it. Ah, uh, yeah. Why? Uh, doing other stuff. I, I forget what he said. Stuff. Yeah, I think he just was like, it was great, and it, it and it just it was he just felt it was time maybe. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, everyone was everyone was like sounding off like oh you could go there and hang out you don't have to be on you'd be like yeah. just sit, and i never got to go i always wanted really? to go yeah it's both to both to watch or possibly perform oh, and yeah. i actually hung out and met kumail uh this year at the, uh comic con in san diego yeah uh, we hung out with uh, it was us and we hung out with the guys from uh pied piper i'm gonna say what's yeah. that <laughs> of uh yeah. silicon valley yeah and they were, we had such a blast, and I ended up going to his meltdown show out there, like a you know one in San Diego. Oh, nice! And I was like, I can't wait to go see to go see the show in person. Yeah, it's a cool place to hang out. If you didn't know anybody in the green room, you'd be like, I'll just go into the room and watch like top right. level comedy for a while. Yeah, it's cool. And now you know? I'll never be able to do it. Oh, that's, so <laughs> that's sad. like what happened with when I got a little bit of uh, public. Like when people started to, when the show first came out, uh, I was like, I'm gonna. The only way I'm gonna try and use this is because I never was like, I'm gonna use the popularity of it to do something. I was like, I want to meet Sherman Hemsley from Good Times, George Jefferson. Okay, because no, not was, Good Times. What was that yeah, show? The Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, because <laughs> watch Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> oh, because like he was my like one of my idols growing up. Really? Yeah, like he was like one of my first. Arguably my biggest comedic influence. Sherman Helmsley? Yes, that's right. From 227? No. Was he in 227? No, he was also in Amen. Amen. Yeah, 227 <laughs> is Marla Gibbs. <laughs> okay. Right? Which, Which one was Amen? Amen. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, played, he played Deacon Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his daughter was in love with the other. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Never really, but but it was no, still it didn't take off. But he, it was. I loved him. But but George. But George Jefferson. I used to uh, watch the Jeffersons. I used to live with my grandparents, and I used to uh, watch the Jeffersons with my grandfather. We we watched. It, it just brought us together. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. And the, they they filmed shows differently back then. You felt like you were watching a play almost. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? And yeah, and you felt the audience like watch. At least it felt like this to me. You felt the audience react and watch, and it didn't feel canned. Like you heard like their crazy reactions, and it kind of just looked like they were they were filming a play. Yeah. And I, it was it resonated with me, and I just thought he was the funniest fucking guy. And so I started to do impressions of him. Sherman Helmsley. Yeah, and then I used to then I used to get a notebook and try my best to uh, write transcripts of the episodes. And then what? I used to memorize those, and then I used to perform all the characters what? for like my family, like my grandparents, like at like like dinner and stuff like that. And then I then I like was doing it so much, I started doing it in uh, third grade. I would get up in front of the class and like perform like little like vignettes of Jeffersons. Wow. Yeah. And so I was. I always wanted to meet him, and then he fucking died. <laughs> He was like it was like it was like a meltdown and you never all over to. again, <laughs> or, or to begin with. Give me some Sherman Helmsley. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean now it's like I mean I was it was it was cute when I was in third grade. I would I would be like, <laughs> did you watch the show? Yeah, for sure, man. So you know, he was like on he, reruns every day. Yeah, so he always had this thing, like with again with Florence. He was so racist to that upstairs neighbor. Oh yeah, he was so like you fucking. Man who married out of your race, yeah. Oh no, more like the girl who mad at the woman for marrying a. Oh, like, there was. I, I mean, it was totally like out on Front Street. It was God. honky, yeah, honky. They, they, that's right. A, a, everything because well, that was because it's a spinoff from um, All in the Family, yeah. Which 
And by the way, you, I mean, this is not like any, but you go watch any episode of that right now, it's fucking jaw-dropping. How racist it is. They, they say things on there that right now would literally halt the earth spinning. Every blogger would be like, well, I gotta, <laughs> uh, no, I gotta write about this. Oh, it's, yeah. it's insane. But then he, sp- you know, it was just like, it was intense, those shows. But, uh, but yeah, and then he, I, so I would be like, uh, so him and Florence, like, oh, they always went at each other because she yeah. was like this shitty maid. Like, so yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't remember, like, there was no like pausing TV, so I would only catch like two or three lines. So, like, I wouldn't be able to do like full scenes, but like, sometimes I would remember them, but it would be like, you know, I would just get quips. So he'd be like, you know, Florence, your cooking tastes like dog food. And then she'd be like, that's because I'm cooking for a chihuahua. Because he was short, short. and they always made fun of that. (laughs) So we just like remember like bits like that. I'd be like, end scene. I'd do like two lines. And then I would like do another one. But it was like like weird though, because it was like heated. Like a lot of the uh, topics on the Jeffersons were fucked up. There was like cake. There was like, they tackled the KKK. They tackled like black on black crime. Really? They tackled like like, poverty, unemployment, like theft, all this. Yeah, they, they, that was. I mean, it was good. It was really good. Really I remember good. the few episodes where you tried to take care of like local youth, yeah, who was like troubled. Who would go down to the basketball courts, yeah, yeah that yeah. looked like a soundstage, right? Right. You yeah. know, it's it's so good. It's if you go, I I, I don't I, know anybody's favorite show was the Jefferson. I like Sanford and Son. That was my like that, that was too. My jam. I like that too. But yeah, all those shows were on every night. Every night on WPIX, where I was, and it was on eleven eleven thirty. Yeah. I watch it every single night. So I was catching it like in syndication, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was when I hit my stride with it. Uh, yeah. But if. I bet you I can jump from here to there. <laughs> it just like hops all the way. And then it's they, like, uh, the they, I have all the DVDs now. So I'll, I'll just like toss it in and watch like a DVD. Yeah. You know, I'll watch like four or five episodes in a row. I taped every episode of The Simpsons and had it all on VHS until DVDs came out. And then it was like, why am I, why I did am that I with holding Seinfeld. all these fucking tapes? Every night, I used to deliver pizza, and I used to get out. Oh. It was supposed to close at eleven, but like, if it was slow at ten thirty, would start like mopping and cleaning, and I'd live right by that. So I would race home to get home in time for the to repeat the Seinfeld syndication at eleven. Yeah, and record I would take record the yeah eleven and, and mark it on the fucking side thing. Which one it was? Every episode, and I would write my own. I'll tell you what I did too. I would write the episode, but then I would I had a corresponding notebook. Yeah, you got to have that. I had that too. So, because <laughs> yeah, I would write what happened in the episode, I would just write like George Dash and what George did, Jerry Dash and what Jerry did. Oh, so, really? Each character's arc? Just the four of them because it was different everyone. Yeah. And I would want to know which one I'm, because you know, you had to fast forward. Like, if, if it was like eight hour tape and I wanted to watch that episode, I wanted to know which one was which. Right. I couldn't do it by just saying the letter. Right. You know, just writing the name of the episode or whatever. So, I yeah. would like that. Yeah. That's what it was in The Simpsons. I remember the one episode that was like multiple things was um, they went to Itchy and Scratchy Land. I feel like I, 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 I didn't, didn't I, get into it. I did when it came out on Fox in like 90. I yeah. did like the first two or three seasons, which people say are like not even the best season yeah, of the worst. Yeah, good after yeah. that. Four, five, yeah, six, I didn't, seven, I didn't do it. Is it still on right now? It is. I just saw it on the plane and it was like, I was probably the last one to give up on it of all my friends. Yeah. It's just a kid show now. Oh, it is? Yeah. So it's gone through different iterations. Yeah. Yeah, it was like real. Because it started commentary. as a kid show, I felt. Well, an yeah. adult, but it, but it wasn't like adult kid. It show. wasn't when it first started. It wasn't what it became. No, it wasn't what it became. But it was also on at prime time, right? So it wasn't like on daytime. And it was when it started. It started it was part of Tracy Ullman, right? That I remember completely. And that was very adult. Yeah, yeah. 
that was just like a two minute like yeah thing, every right? once in a while here or there but what season are they in now they have to be in 20 something right five longest running show ever no not no, that's like snl yeah yeah 25 because south park just started 20 yeah and it's and it's and better episodes, than ever jesus it is season 19 was amazing yeah. i had to put out a press release but this is not happening they're like uh what do you have a quote and i was like yeah i'm really excited to get you know whatever uh, returning people new guys and you know and i was like listen nothing i ever do is going to be as good as south park season 19 but i gave it my all and <laughs> you i said that yeah and i put out something decent <laughs> yeah 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 nobody this great nobody too. does what they do uh-uh. nobody not with the turnaround that they do it uh-uh. and then you know how like a great comic like will literally can can talk about anything yeah can talk about anything they do it the smart way they skewer it even i've like when comics say like people like sometimes comics will challenge themselves to like get the crowd against them just to get them back right yeah i feel like south park does that it's like that version of television yeah to be like, what can we do? Yeah, it's almost like they're contrarian. So like, we're going to take the side that you guys all don't think we should exactly take. Exactly right. We're still going to make you laugh. Right. And still say something too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's banging. It's so many different levels at the same exact time. Yet it's so simple as well. Oh, right. Does that they also sense? had like the stupid kid stuff. Yeah. You know, like Cartman's still just a bully. Yeah. Who hates his like Jewish like it's um, and, and it's like everyone has finally just laid off them. Like even right now, you don't hear anyone. It won't stick. It won't take. Right. No one can. People are like, stop. South Park's amazing. Bulletproof. Yeah, you're right. You're right. For a while, they were getting really shit on, yes. and then it became so good that people were like, "You guys, we were all thought it's that above you. We're wrong. Yeah. They can. They let them do what they want. No dumb blog. Nothing can write something that will they t- had change a anyone's virgin minds. Mary bleeding out of her asshole. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah, man. So, yeah. Sorry. They, I don't even know who else has that kind of. Who else can do it? It's at the point where I have to get like uh, for my show. I have to get like uh, precedences um, set. Like they're like you can't say that word on whatever. Oh if yeah, I can show them like it was actually set on a Tosh Point episode, and you didn't believe that. Then they go, oh okay, yeah sure. Oh you get you can drill down that far with them. Yeah, you can go. Oh for we it. didn't we never do that. Yeah, I mean if I, I want to fight for like this word or whatever, right. not to bleep it. Depends how much I want to fight, you know. Sure, like the, Amy got pressed for getting pussy on, right? Yeah. yeah. So now that Amy's got it on, I can get pussy on. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. So I wanted Kike on once. And they're like, no, you say it in a very Oh, God, South very Park. Angry. Yeah, I was like, but South Park <laughs> says it. And they're like, nah, they're different. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Even on the same network? Yeah, yeah. They're like, they do whatever they want. They're also cartoon. It doesn't say right. any other precedent except for South Park. Did you ever see the South Park Aristocrats? What is that? You know you know the Aristocrats? The movie? Yeah, well, not the Aristocats. The Aristocrats, the joke, the documentary that... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I meant. <laughs> okay, because it was... Uh, no, when you said the movie... Oh, yeah, Aristocats. When, you said, <laughs> when you said the movie, I thought you were just like, you mean like the kids movie? <laughs> yeah, well, South Park had a joke on that. They they animated their really? own version oh. of it. Oh, it's fucking nuts. Really? I mean, that movie, it's got, I mean, that doc's got to be about 15 years old now, but it's, if you could pull, it's... it's Dude, I remember when everybody, um, when everybody came out on my friend, because they just started comedy, my friend's like, so is that something they do? And I was like, no. Right. <laughs> I have worked in comedy clubs for two years now. That is not something that's around. Nobody's going to, like, hey, come over here. I got my aristocrats joke. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's just, I've never heard of it. We'd, so I, uh, so I used to work at a bar that I managed for years. And then later I bought a, bought a bar and I had comedy every Tuesday night at my bar. That's yeah. how I met most of my comic friends that are in New York right now. And, uh, we, uh, we did an aristocrats night. Uh, we did it two or three times. 
So we'd ask comics to come and we'd do to it come live. and say some horrible, horrible joke. We would do the Aristocrats live, and everyone would do their version. I like that. Yeah, it was it was cool. I like that. Yeah, you got to watch you have that. Dark ones. Yeah, we did have. We had dark ones. We had weird ones. It was fun. Like everyone tried to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because eventually, like, this is gonna be the same as what everyone else puts. Right. Out. Right. 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 We used to have it an open mic. If anybody, this kindness of strangers coffee shop was closed down but it was like if anybody yelled out i think they stole this from somebody but if anybody yelled out uh pumpkin pie you just had to be like pumpkin pie and they're like what's the difference between pumpkin pie and like and pussy something like that and then you just had to like say one you know oh like on the spot you just have yeah. to be ready for one yeah like your mother's pumpkin pie tastes good or something <laughs> you know what i mean whatever it is whatever. but wait if you mean if pumpkin pie came up on its own no no a- someone just yell out if you pause too long somebody be like pumpkin pie uh, hey, pumpkin I- pie <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was fun. It was stupid. Yeah, right. like everybody like. But I, but I like their, I like their like immediate reaction. Like pumpkin pie. Like you jump right on board with <laughs> yeah. it. Like without pie. Somebody <laughs> just say pumpkin pie. <laughs> Stop me if you heard this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is never gonna work. None of these pens. Are what work. are you trying to write? I'm trying to write little notes for myself. Yes, to drop in that South Park thing. Oh yeah, yeah, the South Park aristocrats. Yeah. Cartman tells it. It's of course. I mean, of course, but it's like it's, it's it's. When I first heard it, maybe now, it's a little less. It's not really less taboo, but the thing is, South Park set the line and they keep pushing the line. Yeah. So now you look at old South Park, you're like, eh. so in, in his aristocracy, I mean, I kind of don't want to give it away. Yeah. But he again, this. Go ahead, was, I'll drop it in like a minute ago. Yeah. Well, he brings up nine eleven. Oh really? And the, but so when this was made though was. Right after. Well, I don't know if it was right after. I should find out. Let me say. Yeah. I don't know if it was right after, but it was. It's certainly like let's say it was ten years ago. It's a little more. Yeah, it you hurts know, more. a little more edgy than it, it would be now. Because I remember when I heard, it, I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. It's weird how time really makes something like too much. When people are like that's not funny. You're like, nah, it's just my line is different than yours. Right. Right. Uh, to 2005. 2005. So out. 11 years. It was only four years. So they were doing know, it for three, three and a half, three, four years yeah, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, and the way that he does it is like, no, it's I crazy. I want, yeah. you should be, yeah. I want you to see it so you can. Yeah. Maybe we'll just pause. Um, <laughs> you yeah, want to? Pause, yeah. You guys want to hear a funny joke my grandpa told me? No. Okay. So this family walks into a talent agency. It's a mother, father, their son and daughter and a little baby. The father says, sir, our family has an amazing act. And the talent agent says, sorry, we don't sign family acts. They're too cutesy. But then the mother goes, please, sir, if you just give us two minutes, we know you'll like our act. So the talent agent says, all right, you've got two minutes. The family jumps right into it. Thrilling circus music starts to play as the father spins his daughter around, bends her over, lifts up her skirt, and starts licking her asshole. What? Then the son lays down on the floor and opens his mouth, and the mother squats down over his face and starts shitting all over him. Dude, hold on, hold on. The father grabs the baby, takes off his diaper, and starts sucking his cock, right? While the son, still with his mother's shit in his mouth, goes over and licks the baby's tiny little balls. Dude, hold on, cop. Then the father and son take the baby and start stuffing it headfirst back into the mother's vagina. Dude, just stop. They just get the, hold on, cop. They get the baby halfway in so that just his legs are sticking out all kicking and flailing around. The son takes the mother's shit out of his mouth and starts rubbing it all over everyone while the father sticks his cock in the baby's asshole and fucks it while it's still inside the mother until he comes all over the baby, the wife, and the son, and the daughter. Cart, 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 but I don't want to... We hold on, please. Then the father gets up and says, and now for our impersonation of the victims of 9-11. And the whole family starts running around the room covered with shit and piss and cum going, ah, ah, the building's coming down, help. And the family runs back to the center of the room and goes, ta-da. And the talent agent, he just sits there. And finally he says, 
Jesus, that's a hell of an act. What do you call it? And the father says, the aristocrats. <laughs> I don't get it. Neither do I. <laughs> so, like, what I was saying was, we just watched it. So, what I was saying was, like, so three years after, right? Yeah. It's not even like a reference to, like, it's, he didn't just say 9 11. He's like, now for our impressions of the victims, victims of 9 11. And then, running around. Ah, oh yeah. my God, oh my God, oh my God, the buildings are coming down. That's fucked. Like, that was like, I, when I saw it, I was like, Whoa. Yeah, people were still coughing at that point. Right? <laughs> that is insane. Insane. And I mean, I laughed. You know, I mean, I, I was like, hold, uh, the best part of the whole thing is like, hold, hold on. I'm like, I'm hold on. Hold on. Like, dude, stop. He's like, oh, God, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept doing it. God, God, all right, no, God, <laughs> and, and that didn't even, like, they're just untouchable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good call. I never saw that. Yeah. I never saw the whole movie. Uh, so anyway, here's what I want to talk to you about. Yeah. You, you, you have stuff in mind? Yeah. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Well, when I introduced you at my, my show, whose story is out, this... Will this be out in time? Maybe. I think your story is coming out this... Yeah. Anyway. No, for sure it will be. I'm going to put it up tonight or tomorrow. Okay. So your story will be out next week, I guess. Thursday, the 13th. Yeah. Season premiere. Season premiere. And your YouTube story will be out, I think, a day or two before that. Oh, sweet. Okay. Unless, maybe it's that day. I don't know. But that's the one to see anyway. But TV too, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but when I brought you up, I was like, the best thing to come out of Staten Island. And the place went, I forgot they knew you were on. And I forgot <laughs> how much people actually knew you were from Staten Island. The place went crazy. I had to like stop. But I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. That, that was comforting. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I knew I can get up and just be completely at ease oh home crowd at that point yeah 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 they're down yeah yeah i used to get that when i would do rogan gigs and he would like bring me up um he would go on the god mic ahead of time yeah and it was like fuck a lot of these people don't even know there's an opener you know right and then sometimes he'd be like please welcome a friend of mine it would help but sometimes like please welcome a friend of mine you know from this and people are like yeah like you just hear enough you're like oh right right oh they know me cool yeah yeah absolutely yeah, that was nice of you to say too. I don't because I there's there's a lot of funny people from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> are there? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Who who's come out of Staten Island? Who are the big names from Staten Island for as, for comics? Yeah, in general. Uh, well, uh, well, in general. Well, who, who are the comics? Yeah, I guess uh, Pete Davidson came out of Staten Island. Okay. Uh, Colin Jost. Okay. Yeah, those are two. You know, two of my friends. Colin especially is a good a good friend of mine. Really? Yeah, those guys okay. are really really funny. And my boys, like half the people. Well, those I are guess celebrities. Half the people um that are on my show and most of the people that write are on it are were from are or were from Staten Island. They're like are my friends. Do you try to hire all your buddies from back then? Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't try. I mean, I yes, I try to, but they they completely deserve to be there. Like I was like, right, right. I don't need someone with a long resume because uh, I would give. We would send out like to ke- to get writers each season. We try to like turn them over every season or so. Like we would send out, and I would get every writers over every season. Yeah, so every season, ideas. season and a half, something like that. Yeah. At first, it was like every half season, believe it or not. Yeah. But then it was like every season or so, depending. Um, and we get like this pool of com- such talented people. Like I get a lot of stand-ups submitted, a lot of like UCB like sketch folk that are really like good with like line. And then I would just I would always be like, well, I would every year I'd pick like a handful of my friends that I just thought was smart and funny and knew that that made me laugh and knew 
knew our show knew like our sensibility because yeah. i was like i think you guys could do this too you know like and every year like they were just as good as anybody else and cool. i would be like well if they're just as good so we would take yeah. name we would take the names i would even start doing it to be fair like i'd be like take the names off the, packet. the packets that's the best way to do it yeah that's the only way you can get around misogyny Those yeah people, like you don't have enough women it's like Look, we don't know who we're hiring. Right, right, right. That's the only way you can get around. We it. would take it off, and actually, we actually hired. There was always there was always a different female writer almost every year. That was great, and we hired just and it was like by chance, like you like said, really? we took the yeah. names off, and I'd be like, all right, these are like my favorite ten or five packets, and then they'd show me the you know we look at the names and be like, all right, and I and it was like if if one of my friends who has no experience impressed me as someone who had experience, I'm like, I'm going to give the job to a Plus friend. Plus you get it cheaper and it's a buddy. Yeah. But also there's chemistry. Once you know somebody's stuff, yeah. it's so much easier right for them than fucking... Yeah, there was like no learning curve, you know? And also I feel I could be... It's just a, a more loose, familiar room. You could be yeah. say things more directly to people. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just like you kind of you could. It's also a shorthand. You know, if I if I put a friend on that I've been friends with for ten years, fifteen years, we have a shorthand already. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's not any. Whenever that. I do at midnight, they always tell me to. Um, the big note to me is less abortion jokes. Okay. Um, but they have these writers that are just writing jokes for everybody. Right. And guys like Rob Riggle, whoever you know, those guys be like, yeah, just give me some jokes. I'll just be up here having a good time. But I'm like, ah, I'm gonna do jokes that are like more specifically for that I would find funny. Right. So I just bring my buddies to come in with me and just shoot the shit and write a bunch. Yeah, and they know that's what that's I'm into, it. and they write me like awful things. Right. You know. Yeah. That's they're exactly. Like, they like do less awful things. I'm like, ah, nah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that midnight yet. I, 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 I was gonna like approach them and ask if I could, but I don't think they've approached us. But I knew one of my friends was writing on it at one point, and we were like, oh, it'd be fun to to get us on. Oh, but I yeah, actually sure. want to go on solo. Um, but I did comedy knockout recently that uh-huh. that's on true show and uh it was like the, a similar setup where the, they have a team of writers that literally write and you could just pluck and you Whatever could go you on and use 100 percent of theirs yeah i wrote 100 percent of my own lines right i think jay that's what mike lawrence does mike lawrence is like i can't take one of anything you, you wrote like, yeah like, and nothing against them like yeah. some of the lines are funny but i was like well why not represent myself i'm representing myself on the show yeah so i mean because anyone could go on and deliver someone else's lines yeah you know but i'm playing to win so i was gonna play from myself so i think big j gave me a couple of great ones and uh that was really it the rest i i did myself yeah so you still live in staten island i do yeah why does it have such a reputation of such a fucking garbage dump well, it used to be the world's largest garbage dump. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> oh, yeah. is had, that where we used to dump all our stuff? Yeah, we had the like the world's biggest landfill that you can see from space. Yeah, closed 10, 15 years ago, and we've been shipping everything out now. To who wants garbage? I should probably know that, and I definitely did know it at one point, but I can't give you an answer now. But the land mass that was the garbage dump yeah. is being turned into, I think, like the Earth's biggest park. Like I think it is. It's really yeah. I mean, again, I feel like they put soil over it, and then they're just like gonna like green, make it beautiful. It's gonna be like the gorgeous thing, and I think they like to test it and everything. Although because I don't they want feel, kids playing like sliding in a second, yeah, and getting a needle stuck. Yeah, in Yeah, I don't feel no, or like whatever, whatever is coming out of that soil after being a, the world's largest dump. I mean, I don't know if there's to- anything toxic, but I'm sure they had to pass. You know, I'm sure it's just not, again a quick Google. I'm sorry I don't have hard right. facts here, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it used to be that. And then I think it's just like I don't know. It's like the women with that that high hair thing. That was a Staten Island like invention. That yeah. was one of your chief Staten exports, Island and bangs. Staten Island and Long Island and parts of Brooklyn 
were very, very parallel to each other. And yeah, they get, you know, and whatever was put in the, in like the, the media, the press, whatever was like out in the zeitgeist about us was always mafia, you know, like, um, you know, very Cugini type of stuff and Goodfellas type thing. And so that was, that's predominantly the stereotype we get. Um, and it's there. Was that the suburb of mafia? Was that where they were like, they left like, Brooklyn and New Brooklyn York goes and to they had, say Brooklyn goes to Staten Island, yeah. And then Staten Island people have immigrated to migrated to uh to Jersey oh. now. But yeah, no, but it, and we have that. We do have it. Yeah. But just like anywhere else, there's different neighborhoods completely. And there's like, you know, there's there's cool artsy it's small comparatively. I think it's like maybe seven hundred thousand people, maybe something like that, five, six hundred thousand people. Oh really? Yeah, it's fourteen miles by seven miles, but it's it's definitely the most suburby of any of the boroughs, without a doubt. I, I used to go there. My friend, uh, a Jewish friend, yeah, or like sleepaway camp or, or yeshiva, he'd be yeah. there, so I'd go there and visit him. And it was like, really, it is like suburby. It is. I mean, now more and more, there's less, you know, like less green and stuff like that. But it is the most of the boroughs. It's the least densely populated of the bor- of the boroughs, and it has the most, you know, there's reasons for stereotypes, I suppose. But it's still like it's not. It's not, a, it's not a heaving pile of shit. The other thing is like we're not connected by subway. You're not connected. So that's why we like it's like you get left out. Like if you're not driving over a bridge and you have to take a 25-minute boat ride, yeah. it's like I don't need to be there. If I don't have to be there, why am I going? A lot of people Beware, always tell me. Be in the city. If I don't have to be in Staten okay. Island, there's no reason for me to go over there. Oh, like, you mean people from here? There is no reason. Right. We get tourists that will take the free ferry to pass the Statue of Liberty and come back. It's a great ride. It's free. You could drink beer on it. It's cool. Oh, yeah? It's really cool. But uh, most people are like, oh, I've never been. I only been through Staten Island, passing through it to get to Jersey or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah. So it's not like you know. We have our own little like. Whenever you see us written up and like a claim to like, oh, we have stuff to offer. It's like the top twenty, same twenty things all the time. You know what I mean? It's like there's some cool shit, but you could see it all in a day. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Is there like a level of isolation because of that ferry? Yeah, there is. That's why the waterfront that we have hasn't been built up like Long Island City or Williamsburg or anything like that because it's about transportation. So you want to inhabit the closest place to the city that's the cheapest but still be able to get there. And there's a stigma with just a ferry instead of a train. But now now they're starting to build. Now it's going to become that. They're starting to build up all by our ferry. All new hotels, high rises, restaurants. They're putting the world's largest Ferris wheel. You've already, what's it's world's largest? It's like what, guys? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Seven hundred feet high, and it's it's right outside of. We have Yankee Stadium now, the Yankees minor league team. Oh yeah, so it's going to be right on top of that, and like so they're That'd building cool. up. I would ride that Ferris wheel. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. So it's going to be all that. So now that what they're doing is they're they're upping the ferry service to every fifteen minutes, and they're putting all these fast ferries, these pay ferries. So they're trying to make it like the the More next accessible. the next big. It's going to change things, then, huh? Down there, I think it probably will. Because if you go to the other end of the island, which is known as that's the North Shore, if you go to the South Shore, yeah, it's more like. What? You know, like, you know, the people have yards and, and, and it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> more like that. I mean, I'm, I have, my family is like, you know, I have, my dad's family is all Italian and, and, you know, you have old school Italian and then you have the younger new kids that came up with like, you know, like TV and stuff. It's like this, you know, this like 
like more of a Jersey Shore type of style. Yeah. Although I haven't seen that in a while. I think that kind of like really got popular and then it kind of went away a little bit. That but awful like lifestyle, which is like starting bar fights and fucking drinking and yeah, but I, I don't streets. really think it's that much. I mean, I, I there is a level. This is like a beautiful. It's amazing, right? I've been <laughs> yeah, what is at this? It. I know it's my Apple screensaver. It's just fucking gorgeous. Where is this? It, it, is that real? Yeah, I think it's real because they do these shots in like slow motion. I think they come over stuff. Every once in a while, I just notice myself getting mesmerized by it, losing I mean, my train gorgeous. of thought. Sometimes they have cityscapes. I don't know what this one is, but with the with the with the way I, I want to go there, it's unbelievable. But uh, what I was saying was, there's a there's a there's a bit of like, do do you know who I am? They do have that. Yeah, but that's I mean, Italian. That's the worst part of Italian. Yeah, it is. But I don't see I'll it come all back the there. time. But you know, every, but every place has that. Go down to like Little Italy and like get into a get into an altercation over a parking spot. Someone will say that. Do you know who I am? Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's also not like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's most. It's, it's mostly not that. It's the it's the it's the vocal minority. Probably correct kind of correct yeah. and also you know it's it is a lot of and not that there's anything wrong with this but i don't fall solely on either side i'm more democratic but there is a lot of i feel i don't know if i'm generalizing but i could i do i have witnessed a lot of kind of closed-mindedness in staten island yeah huh. i would say what do you mean in what ways i don't know just kind of like kind of set in your ways of thinking maybe people will call it quote unquote old school or people will just you know maybe they're just more conservative or whatever and again that's not everywhere because I I basically came up in a very um, like I spent my time in a very like uh, liberal artsy area yeah you know like our like downtown area or whatever it's like a lot of like artists musicians like stuff like that but you do see like you know I mean, it's the, it's the only borough, I think, of the city that is conservative, majority. Bill Burr had a bit about it where he's like, talk to some guy who's like old school racist. And they're like, no, that's not the way things are done. And you just want to be like, it's just because they've never traveled or seen things. And you want to be like, oh, no, man, it's not, it's not like that. Right. I, right, I know you think that, but it's, that's just not how it is. Right, right, You right. just haven't seen stuff. Right, right, right. You know? But then it's also you get like the best of both worlds. You get just great blue collar people, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, not that there's not everything there, but I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of cops, a lot of firemen, Irish, Italian, like that. But, you know, like, blue collar families that, like, you know, are just like real characters. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, authentic to who they are. Even if the, even if some people want to stereotype them, I, I, as long as it's authentic, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind it. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, when somebody's, like, trying to be that Italian thing. Yeah. It's like, dude, stop it. Right, you know? right. Like, you know, you know Mike Racine? Yeah. So, he wore this leather jacket on, on Conan. On Conan. <laughs> and it was not a joke. It was just like, he's Isn't like, it the yeah, best? I look good. I look good. Uh, I it's saw like, it. fucking Guido. <laughs> you know? Oh, he had a chain, too. He yeah. owns that, though. Mike's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he wears a tracksuit like, all right, I got some money. Right, right. Some nice clothes. And you're like, dude, that would be a costume for me. Right, right. You right. know? Yeah, he's doing it legitimately. You, and you you have to, I love yeah, it. You got to love that. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, like, you know, it's it's old school, too. Like, my, my family, like, they all lived literally, like, my dad's family all lived on the same two blocks. Really? And I'm talking like cousins, aunts, uncles extended, like 15 houses within two blocks. And that's how they grew up, like on the same block. And like my grandma had pigeon coops, you know? like Whoa. So it's old school town, you know what I mean? It was like off the boat, come over here. So is, is family like really big my in great Staten Island? 
Uh, yeah. Really important I mean, or I, I, no? What's that? Is family really important in Staten Island? Or yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. There's a lot of nurturing too, I feel. Like a lot of that's that's one of the things like you call it. It depends on the perspective, right? So a lot of family, a lot of like nurturing. Like I, when I say nurturing, could be good and bad. It's like you know, f- families hold their kids like close to the vest in a way that is like you know, it's great because it's like family nurturing stuff. But then it also is that thing where it's like I feel people like don't really become like you look worldly and independent right. as soon as they could because it's like they're nurtured they're so coddled much. and like coddled. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They say women, uh, Jewish women aren't good at blowjobs because um, their dads tell them all their princesses. Right, and right, princesses right, right. just don't swallow cum. It's <laughs> right, right. just not a thing a princess does. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes sense. What, um, what is... Uh, I, I should say, I mean, I love Staten Island. I rep it every time oh, I can. Oh, for sure you do. Like, I say that I am from Staten Island every chance I get. I put it out there in the media. I, I wear, like, I try to wear, like, Staten Island brand, like, businesses and Staten Island just on my shirt. Like, anytime is, I can. Is there, like, SI Pride? Yes, there is. There is. And I have it. Because I want to represent, like, everything that I think is good from Staten Island, everything that made me who I am, all the people that I love that are from there. Yeah. Because, like, again, I think it just it, it, it just gets a bad rap for some reason. For sure. So, like, and I'm happy the, I'm yeah. at least to try to be someone who might <laughs> Represent get, it well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope so, at least. I hope so. Yeah. You know, I'm not, like, trying to be like, oh, I'm the representative of Staten Island. I'm the mouthpiece of Staten Island. But I'm not going to, like... I'm going to be proud that I'm from there and then just like put it out there. Like if you want to associate me with Staten Island, that's something good. Do it. You know, like, yeah, like you, you had, you were very you, like back to how you introduced me. Well, actually, I don't know. He said he, he's probably, I know you said it. No, you didn't say the only good thing to come out of Staten I might've said the only good thing or I might've said the best thing. No, 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 know. no, no. You know, I know what you said. You said he's probably the funniest thing to come out of Staten Island, okay. which is fine for both of us. Okay. Me and Staten Island. <laughs> it would have, cause if I would have went up, if you would have said he's probably the only good thing to come out of Staten Island, that I would have probably immediately been like, oh, ew, ew. <laughs> that's not nice. I don't want to accept that as an introduction because then I'm, I, I accept it. That means I'm, I'm with you on that one. I love Imagine that. Imagine I jump up. Guy. I'm like, hey, it's me. The only good thing. <laughs> That's great. What is uh, what is dating like in Staten Island? How long have you been with, with your with your girl? I don't want to say her name. I don't know how public you are. With um, that, like. I'm not public at all, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I've never even mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you, I mean, is it long, more than five, six years? Well, um, more than 10 years? No, I was in a relationship for like uh, over a decade. And you left her for this girl? No, no. You cheated on her multiple times with this current girlfriend? No, not on You slept with her in in her bed? Yes, all those things. You took this girl to your ex-girlfriend's bed and defiled it? Oh my God. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> I, I never, I never talk about any of. Uh, I was with, I was only like, three, like two or three long term relationships, but I never talk about them ever. Okay, literally, I never ever talk about them. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just don't like to. Yeah, I just, I, it's something I was like, um, I did before television. Like I would be completely open. Yeah, but like after it, I started to learn that privacy um, isn't respected. And if I wanted to keep a certain level of it, I have to actively make choices that way. 
And so I get asked all the time, like, do I have a wife? Do I have a kid? Do you have a girlfriend? And I, there's been times when I was asked that that I did have a girlfriend and times when I didn't. But I never answer it differently. I'm just like, eh, I, don't really, I don't really talk about it. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, it's weird too. Like, I hate publicizing. Because even now, it's like, you're, let's say I'm with somebody and then that's what everyone knows. And then I'm not with them. Then, and then it's like, everyone has to know. And then yeah. it's a thing. Then it's like, oh, we have this information and it got taken away from us. So what's the new thing? I and feel like, bad for, 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 for celebrities who have to, like, when they go on real a date, celebrities. Just a date. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual. You know, actual. Actual. Yeah. You know? But like, stars, let's say. Yeah. But like, they have to, they go on a date and everyone's like, oh, they've been seen together. And it's like, if just on a human level they must be like I don't know man I went out with her once right you're right. making us dating now yeah yeah give it like five or six dates before you like force us into yeah, a that'll, that'll never ever change that has to either be accepted or you have to find a workaround and I even do the same thing with my family I don't I don't talk about my family I mean on stage I do yeah but like on I don't talk like I don't like post family photos yeah, videos yeah shows videos of his daughter and that shows her name and I'm like yeah. oh wow really yeah I think you know what it is too though I, maybe if I was in a different situation I would but the way that our show plays out we play ourselves pretty accurately on the show I mean we you know we exaggerate a little bit and, and stuff like that but we're pretty we turn on the cameras and that's it. And because of that, and and now going on this many years, people really, really feel familiar with us. And it's good and bad. Right. It's good because there's um a connection that you can't like buy. It really is. It's just a, it's a loyalty. They know you, not just some character you're playing. It's, it, and it's so if I was like an actor, let's say, and I was known as much as I am now, but as an actor, when someone sees an actor on the street. They don't know that person at all. Right. They know the person's work, but they don't feel a familiarity. There's a filter. Yeah. So with me, they just know me. They know Sal. They know what my likes, dislikes, my hangups. They know what makes me laugh, what I hate. They know all about me. You know, if, I, if I put my family on the show, they know my family. They know about everything. And it's just like, that's Sal. I know him. Yeah. So there is no filter. So And that's really cool because like... There's a bond when I meet people that's immediate. That's fucking great. But the other thing is that, like, I also don't, you kind of don't know me a little bit. So I don't want to talk about my family. I don't want to talk about if I'm dating anyone, like that kind of thing. And it's like, like you know the details of you, but not what you'd be into, you know? Yeah. Like, not be like, oh, not right now. I'm, right. I'm, you know, it's like if you knew me, you'd know to, like, just, right, I don't right. want to dance right now. Yeah. And, and the show spans, like, a lot of ages. Yeah. And it also. It also like there's like tweens into it too. What do you mean? Like teenage, like whatever they call like the tweens. I don't know what they call oh, like, the people who like watch young, young teenagers yeah. or what have you. And those are the people that literally I feel they're they're like the friggin' anonymous. I think those are the kids that like they are the most flu- fluent in the internet. Yeah. Like I even feel like right now, like I didn't get a computer and didn't go on the internet until like after college. I was in my twenties. But like, and I thought I like at one point I had a grasp, but I currently feel technology escaping me. I feel it right now at 39. Like all this like. Passing you by. Right now. Yeah. I, feel, I start to feel like, what is that? Like not even with apps, but just like what shit can do now. Yeah. Like I can't, I kind of can't be bothered. Like I learned a certain amount of it. And now when there's something new, it's like, all right, I have more important things to do. And I've, I have felt a slip in my knowledge. Of, but these, the kids now, like a 15-year-old. They know is, it by heart, everything. Yes. And the internet is a little dangerous, like I feel in a way, like especially for privacy. And like one thing that 
I am fucking hung up on is I can't stand the shift we made in society where everything is instant video and, and pictures and nobody has to ask. Everyone's what, what was that thing that Lewis is always on? Red Band's on all the time? Yeah. But they just put you on video, you're on. Snapchat. Not is Snapchat, that it? it was another one. Oh, Periscope. Periscope. Yeah. So, like, hey, you're on Periscope. I'm like, dude, don't do that. I, 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 I've given you no permission for that. I know. I don't want to be on. I, did, I do it with I'm friends. I'm just hanging out. I know. Don't put me on the Periscope. I say to say, that's oh. live streaming to anyone who will watch. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want to do that. But at least that's a friend. You tell a friend no, right? You can be right. like, dude, don't do that. What yeah. are you doing? Just fucking take it off me, asshole. But like in the streets, like I'll walk. And someone will walk next to me and hold it in my face. And then if I say, can you not do that? They're like, what a dick. And yeah, it's like. As if they own you and you sh- like, you're being a jerk not to. Yeah. And so like that. It's almost like you took out of a parking spot. You pulled out and then you stopped and say, hey, no, no one can park here when I'm gone. This is my parking spot. And that's like, what a dick. You don't what get a, that. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but now like even the, so maybe someone might have a little common sense, but the kids don't. Like kids that are 15, 16, 17, whatever. Do not. Not really. And so what they'll do is like, like you could go like, for instance, I, I try not to, I try to oblige people if I can, right? Picture? With, if I can. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, it's literally impossible. So I have little rules for myself. Like if I'm in the middle of eating at a restaurant with family or friends, I'll say, if you, if when I, when I'm finished, if you're still here, no problem. Like I won't stop because then if I stop for that person and Someone then the else. next person comes up, then I'm a dick if I don't stop for them. And where does the, where does the line get drawn? Yeah. Or like if I'm like uh, on the phone, people don't get they'll just come out and I'll say, "Can I wait to get off the phone?" Just point to the phone. Yeah, like, like so I'll, I'll do that. Or or oh, if I'm walking and someone's like, "Yo, Sal," and like they're like a hundred feet away, they're like, "Come they here." You over? Yeah. It's like, I'm no, like, no, wait, you, you want me to here. stop walking this way? Come back all the way back that. Way. He's like, "You come here. You gotta take this picture. Come here." Or they'll just be like, "Wait." So I don't break stride in the street. Right. So I'll smile, wave, say thank you so much, whatever. But I won't break stride. That helps a lot. And I, that's just the rule I made. I'll never stop because also if I stop, I'm stopping all day long. Yeah. Right. But so, but if you watch, if you watch, so I oblige all pictures. So if you went on to Instagram right now and you hashtagged my name, if I took you know 20 pictures today from when I left my house to now, you can follow literally Your steps chart my day. Wow. Right? So you could see me leave my house. You could see me at the corner deli. You could see me get to work where we're filming that day. You could see me go out to dinner after. You could see me on the train home. And you just see where I went. I like how two of the four things you said were food. Really. <laughs> you could see me then get dinner. <laughs> yeah. And then right before I get Stop home, you could snack. see me probably get a snack. <laughs> <laughs> and then almond still his weight. But, uh, but yeah, and another thing, weird thing that people do is they'll go back and they'll friend friends of mine. And then they'll look for people who aren't public, and then they'll go back years find in their photos, and they'll get photos of me like, I don't know, like from Christmas with my family like nine years ago, or like like my my grandmother, or like literally with my girlfriend from like 2004. And they post that stuff, and I know for a fact that stuff is only, you have to go through great lengths to get that. And I don't think that they understand that that's intrusive. I think that they're like, well, I found it, and it's public because it wasn't private. Yeah, it's so public. For me, again, this sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm just kind of like giving you an insight as to something that isn't Oh, this great. is why you don't talk about girlfriends. Yeah. Right. Because another thing is like if I'm dating someone, I don't want – because if someone gets a photo of them and then they post it, then like – 
it's the internet people, the anonymous internet people writing 1,000 comments about objectifying this person. And I don't think that that person deserves that. Yeah. Whether it's like, oh, that person's beautiful, that person's ugly, that person's fat, that person's skinny, that per- whatever. Like, I like, don't. Oh, they don't want any of your comments. Even like you're pretty, none of it. Just guys, none, they don't know you. Just don't talk about them at all. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to um, subject someone that I yeah. might be seeing to that. Okay, well, the, here's my question, though. Yeah. What's Dayton like in Staten Island? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what are the chicks like in Staten Island? Everybody is always like once or twice removed from somebody. Okay, that's how it was in Iceland. Iceland, yeah. they had this app where you have to put it in because 350,000 people in the country. You have to enter, well, not you have to, but people are entering their names in this app to see if you're related. No. Yeah. Related. Related. Yeah, because everyone fucks everybody. In Anchorage, Alaska, any new blood that came in, anytime you go to Anchorage, people are like clamoring to fuck because you're you're new blood. You are and shitting no one else me. That it. makes sense. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. So in Staten Island, is it like everybody's fucked everybody's girlfriend? Ex-girlfriend, I mean. Yeah, I, I would say like you're not like if you, I put it to you this way. If you go up to a stranger on the street, if I, I feel like there's a high percentage that it'll only take like F- ten five a few minutes to figure out who you're once or twice removed from. I don't know if you fucked that uh, someone they fucked, but yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I know him. I went to it's either because there's only like what ten high schools, maybe fifteen, but there's only like you know there's neighborhoods and it, it just people have been there for the long haul too. Yeah. You know, it's not like a transplant city like this. So it's like you know, so someone always knows somebody. People grew up there, huh? Yeah, people grew up there. Yeah. Like if you like pick a Staten Island resident and I go like right now on Facebook, anybody, I'll definitely have mutual friends. Really? In common. Yeah, pretty much. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice. The, yeah, it's it's cool. The best and worst thing about me leaving like religious Judaism is the the loss of community from my little community that I was in. It was like everyone knew your business, which was like not the greatest, but also everyone kind of took care of you because they knew your business. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, that's how our neighborhoods were. Not Staten Island as on the whole, yeah. but I grew up in a like in a, in a pretty Italian neighborhood. I'm only half Italian, but I grew up in an Italian neighborhood uh, called Rosebank. What's the other half? Uh, Cuban, Puerto Rican. And Hear that, bloggers? Spanish. Minority booking for this is not <laughs> happening. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, my mom is, is, all, is Cuban, Puerto Rican, and Spanish. But uh, but in that that was like when my my dad's family all lived on the same few blocks, and like everyone's family did so yeah. like it was like 50 families you know wherever it was but it was like if you're like on this block you know someone's someone's mom's looking out the window and she's got an eye on you right you know so your mother i said hi for good or bad. yeah yeah that whole kind of thing cool yeah yeah, yeah. It, it seems rosebank nice. was like that for sure but you really can't get into trouble on the streets I mean, I could fuck around here on on, on you know in this neighborhood yeah no one would know or no way when i know there was even a sense when I was younger, especially in Rosebank, if someone was not from the neighborhood, people were like, who's this? Wow. Yeah, like what kids wandered in from another neighborhood? Like Rambo. Like like f- sharks in the jets type of thing like yeah, that. Yeah. Not like race driven or anything. Right. But like you'd, you'd be like, oh, these fucking kids aren't from this neighborhood. Or well, maybe if it was like contentious, but or you just kind of knew like, you know what I mean? Like I think everyone at one point in Rosebank knew each other completely. Damn. So you could walk the complete perimeter and in, like you could crisscross Rosebank in every which way and you knew everybody. And it's, you know, that's that's kind of crazy. I don't, I have no idea if it's like that today. Because back then I spent my summer on a bicycle riding all around the place. You hung, We hung out, right? We hung out on the street. 
Same 7-Eleven. Same corner, same parking lots, 7-Eleven, same uh, schoolyards, that whole thing. So I'm not, I'm removed from that now. Isn't that kind of amazing? Like I'm trying to think just now as you say that there's like two playgrounds we would go to and that's it all the time. All the time. Now it's like, I mean, I go to Tompkins Square Park like twice a month. Right, you know, but that was like the same things all the time. Let's go meet at the play, at the playground. Yeah, well, it was like all we had then was at that point was Nintendo, and then my mom would like be like, "You've played too much Nintendo." Yeah, she wouldn't let like it was like because I would play eight hours. You know what I mean? I got it in fifth grade. I bought it with my confirmation money, and I was like, <laughs> and she'd be like, like she'd feel the TV, and if it was like hot, she'd be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and then I would like I would pause it and turn the TV off because there was no. There wasn't memory on games in the beginning. That's right. You had something so like, scratching. I was like, time. yeah. But she would like force us to go out. But that's it. If you were out, like, she'd be like, get up and get out, like, for the day. And, like, in the summers, when you had the summers off, I, you know, you, I got up, I was out of the house by nine in the morning, and I had to be back when it got dark. Dude, that was the biggest problem with Super Mario Brothers. Once you figure out how to get to the final level, you're like, I got to beat this final level. But it took 45 minutes to get there. Yeah. Even though you knew all the steps, all the things you had to hit, which times lapse, what time jumps and stuff. It's still like, oh, I got to fucking go. You can't just no, start at level no nine. No fucking saving, which is the, a little bit of the challenge of the game, I guess. I just watched online some kid beat the game world record for the fastest time. Mario from Brothers? the first game, Super Mario Brothers, from the first to the very, very end. It was something insane. Like, really? Like nine minutes or something wow. like that. Wow. Like, you just ran. Just knew everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Tom he started Cruise crying. Movie? Really? <laughs> like he think he broke like a huge record. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like he made that the most important thing in his life. I heard that there is now uh, video game competitions in fucking arenas. So so they have them on the main stage and they have it projected, and then they sell tickets just like wrestling, boxing, and. 10,000 people come to watch. So you're watching a Madden fight like you would like you, you would just watch a, ma- a football game. Yes, and the two are, the two people are playing wow. right down in the center. Wow. Someone told me I was blown away. Someone told me this week that that's the level it's at now. Like they, they have national competitions and it sells out. People are sponsored for sure, make tons of money off sponsorship. Yeah, well did you hear you ever hear this thing called Twitch? Oh, tw- tw- I think it's called Twitch. Yeah, I think so. What is that? Okay, What's so that? what it is is, ready? You open a Twitch account. And then you play video games. You you play video games live. So there's a camera on you playing a video game that's streaming on your channel, and people have to pay money to watch you play video to games? watch you play video games. So if you're either really good at video games or really good at commentary and fucking around, there's that that's PewDiePie. That's that guy and people like him and they got in on the ground floor and they're making like literally just on that. I heard they're making upwards of a million dollars a year. Damn. That's almost like if I watch somebody play video game live, I'd be like, "Come on, I got next. Please I stop know. playing. I want to play." I know. I know. I know. Or actually, like, I'm not good at it anymore. Like, I'll play like like sports games, but like Q, my buddy Q is like he he plays really. And so I'll sit and I'll watch him play because I can't. Like he does those games where it's like you know like you're in a world immersive world and you're playing for like 40 hours straight and it gets to a level of if you don't have the skill you can't do it right. but it's really cool to watch like what they're doing with video games these days so like I'll watch him play like Uncharted or something like that and I'll just sit there and watch it like I'm watching a movie and I guess that's oh, right. some of the appeal to that and then if these like people aren't I guess are like funny but do they have like old school Twitch where like, people play like bump and jump or, I think like, it's called Twitch by the way, and sure. stuff like that I don't know 
You might That'd corner cool. that market. Play some Cuba. Yeah. People watch. Yeah. But the thing is, if you have a built-in audience, which you, you kind of do. I probably do, yeah. You know? I mean... I just don't play video games enough. I know, but if you could, yeah, but it's you, if you're playing Qbert, yeah, you know, maybe the commentary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I should definitely do that. Why not? What if you pl- Let's say you commit to playing Qbert. Qbert Pitfall. Right. It's eight bit Twitch or whatever it is. Yeah. You commit to doing that for you know three hours a week. What if you end up making like a couple grand every time you do it? Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so much drug money. <laughs> I just think of all the drugs I can, I, I can you know, help people I, with. Uh, I, you talk, you're very open with that, right? Drug use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you gave me mushrooms for uh, as a gift. Uh, yeah. For, uh, for this not happening? Yeah. yeah. I did not do that. <gasps> oh. Okay, so I've never done them. Oh. Yeah. And um, Hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. I'm just trying to process. <laughs> process like I've go. never done them. I've, I've I've almost did like three times, but I got I got nervous, and so I didn't do them. And then um, Wait, I did was just taking back with you. No, I was really nervous to get on the plane with them. They're not looking for mushrooms, and especially the amount I gave everybody. Yeah, it was not going to be a problem. You know what Berg did? I felt super he sad. Put it on a I, salad. He took his out of the pack. Put it. I heard got that. A salad, I put heard it on that. there. I felt guilty that I didn't bring them back. And I What'd was you like, do with them? Throw them away? No, I definitely, without a doubt, gave them away, but I don't remember. You gotta find a com- if you're like not real, you got to find a comic to like somebody. Like, here, you want to do this? I, I did that. Okay, I just good. can't that's remember, good. but I definitely did that. Uh, but yeah, I, I Sal, just. I why have you not done mushrooms? Because I am afraid I don't like to feel like I'm not in control. Okay. I get yeah. that. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. There will be a loss of control. You won't mind it anymore. Okay, so here's here's another. Thing. I mean, you get drunk. Sometimes, I went online right? and re- yes, I went online and read your thing. The primer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I read that whole thing, and I was like, yeah, it sounds well enough. Like it sounds good, but like I, but I did it. But I was like, I still I don't have anyone to do it with. And so what are you talking about? What about what about her? Nah. Why? She won't do it. I don't. I don't know. You guys are great together. That'd be yeah. a perfect combo. Yeah. Or with Jay or something. The group yeah. of us? Well, the group of, of UFC you. UFC 205? Oh, we're going to do it. I wouldn't do it that night. No, no, no. no because also, be I always hear that no matter what, there's a throw-up stage. That's not true. That's not no matter what. I always hear Norman, no, that's Jay, Norman say. No, eat them. Norman says he throws up. Norman exaggerates so much. <laughs> Norman said that when he got chlamydia, I told him, just leave it. It'll go away, which I did not tell him. I said 10 days of antibiotics, and right. then it goes away. I specifically did not tell him that. That's and everyone's funny. like, oh, he's so dirty. He still has chlamydia. I'm like, that's not the advice I gave you. <laughs> And I, I told him like, hey, you know, you I might think I heard that. that you said that. And he goes, and he goes, yeah, I know. I was just making a joke for, for right, the radio. Right, I was right, like, right. all right, as long as you still don't have it. But like, no, no, no. Here's the, I've thrown up once ever on mushrooms. Yeah. If you think you're gonna throw up, you sit down, you tilt your head back, you breathe a little bit. And here's the deal: if you throw up on mushrooms, it's not a throw up like when you're drunk and it fucking you get the heaves and it's awful. Yeah. You'll laugh halfway through the throw up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not. It's not the same at all. All right. The only time I threw up, me and my friends were in Joshua Tree. We got all these different, me and Egit and, and, and Matt Edgar. And, uh, and uh, Egit, got, he's a town quarter at the comedy store. He had this old suit he was going to throw away. I'm like, wear that. So we went out camping and had this fucking black <laughs> suit on. It was great. But uh, so we had all these different mushrooms from different sources and stuff. And one of them was in this like chocolate patty. And so we just kept eating. Like, let's eat the patty now. And then we ate. We're like, what's that taste? Is it like a Rolo? What What is that taste? We couldn't place it. You know, we know. We, yeah. And then I think Edgar was like, oh, it tastes. 
reminds me of the, the taste of barf. And we're like, oh my God, it's. And then I just threw up instantly. Immediate, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it did not matter. When was the last time that you can recall, yeah. if ever, hesitation or some type of you were scared to maybe take t- mushrooms? To, to try any, yeah, to take mushrooms. Okay. Then. With mushrooms? Yeah. Almost every single time I take them. Oh. Yeah. Wait, then how do you keep doing it? Because I can tell myself this isn't bad. It's kind of like, you know, when you have to start asking girls out and the first time and at 17, it's yeah. real hard. Yeah. And then at 27, it's like a little you, less hard. Right. It's still scary, but you're like, no, I know how this is going to go. At worst, she'll be like, I got a boyfriend. Right. It's still scary though. Yeah, because I saw a video of you. Yeah. Um, I think it was with Red Bay. I, you did like, maybe it was Sal? Salvia, Sal- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that freaked me out, dude. Yeah, that was that. I saw you do that because you taped, you put it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right. I watched that, and if and I because I saw because when that when people first started doing it, they were making their own videos, and I'm doing it like alone. That was weird because they were doing it like on their webcams alone, and they just freaked the, the fuck and, out, yeah. and then just come back. And uh, I don't know, man. I will just, tell you this: as much as that was, free, I know because I kind of freaked out on that thing. Yeah, I went as deep on a drug as maybe I've ever gone. Yeah, on that stuff. It was the best trip. It oh. just looked bad from the outside. You ever see a zombie, one of those zombies walking down fucking, you know, the streets here? Yeah. And you're like, wow, at like fucking 3 p.m. Yeah. And you're like, you are gacked out. Yeah. And then people feel sorry for him. Yeah. But I just saw one the other day. I'm like, oh no, he's having a great time. Yeah. He's not like, I'm so poor. And so he's just like, whoa. Yeah. That was a great trip. I saw things. I was in a fucking another place for a long yeah. time. That freaks me the fuck out. Mushrooms is not even close to that. You never lose reality do you like get, you do on Salvia. Do you feel like you're more creative? Do you get creative with weed? Like, do you write jokes like you do? Yeah, sometimes. And at some point on weed, it got to the point where I was just maintaining. Yeah. Where I wasn't yeah. getting to that, that same thing. Right, right, right. Because um, sometimes when I smoke, yeah. Um, well, I don't really smoke actually too much. I'll just take, I never buy it. I don't roll, I don't know how to roll it or anything like that. Yeah. But an edible or someone passes me something, or um, I find that like my. I'm Way just, creative. Oh my god, dude! My last special, I probably had ten to fifteen minutes that were that came out of mushroom trips. Really? Yeah. Okay. Thoughts, thoughts I got on mushrooms and other parts that I didn't maintain the special, didn't make yeah. it. But like these thoughts are, yeah, I'll write stuff down in those little notebooks like that. Yeah. Well, half the time I'll write down, then I look at it and I go, "That's not funny." Yeah. At half all. the time it's absolutely garbage. <laughs> yeah, like, it's absolutely is, worthless. This is like literally not funny at all. Yeah. But then sometimes it's like, oh my god, I would have never even the way I I. You know, I would have never had that point of view, kind of. You think or, outside your yeah, normal yeah, way of thinking. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. it's I think it's a something where it like resets neural pathways. So like you know if you have like a creek that runs this way, yeah. and you stop it, the creek will run around and then right. go to a new bed. But you can do, dude. You will not freak out on mushrooms. Okay. You, nothing bad will well, ever I'll happen do it to anybody. You. Okay. I'll do it with you. Okay. But I'm scared. I'm telling you that. All right. But I will. There's I, a few guys that want to do it too. Vecchione, we're yeah. trying to get him to do it. Yeah. There's a few guys who need to lose control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to like let go. Oh, that sounds great. I'm not lose control. Like, I don't want to be like scared. And Do you see things? What do you mean? Do you see things that aren't really- Like a little guy going, come with me. Yes. No. Oh, so people that say that, are they lying? It's heavy acid yeah. or, um, or it's movie shit. Because it's so funny that you just said that. Because the first thing I remember someone saying is they saw a leprechaun, like tell, like that, <laughs> like what you just said is what I heard. So maybe it's like just fucking urban yeah, bullshit. It's that's that's just movie shit. But do you see like like okay, the wall melting? Not melting, but like a, a patterns like this, like that wall, like this. Let's say if from far away, it'll like swim a little bit. 
You know, if I was looking at the sand, I, I did this once in San Diego, in La Jolla, and I was looking at the sand, and it just looked like it was all sort of like, like imagine if the sand was made out of like maggots or something, and it was all sort of like moving on so itself. So that, and that is, then you receive that as cool, not fucking weird yeah, and, you're not and, gone and uncomfortable. You're not, right, and you're not like, wow, the sand is actually moving. You're just like, wow, it really looks like it's breathing. Uh, I did it in Banff National Forest this last time for a shroom fest, and uh, you could see the roots of these big trees sort of like growing and so, becoming But like, that's not bothering you? No, because one, you know I'm on mushrooms. You know. And two, it's like the, those roots that are growing, they're not coming out to get you. They're just what if they growing. do? They don't. They just don't. Yeah, but what if they do? They, but they don't. And also, <laughs> if you look right at it, it's different. almost like you have to look at it from the side of your eye, and then you sort of see it, and then when you look right yeah, at so it. Yeah, so your mind just is playing tricks on you, though. Yeah, super fun tricks. S- super fun tricks. Yeah. <laughs> You have an adventure because it doesn't get lost sound like, super fun. I couldn't fun. find my way back, and then you find out you were fucking in the backyard for for two and hours. And that's fun, super fun. Because I would be real fucking nervous that I don't know my way back. Yeah, that's why you don't take your cell phone with you because you don't want to be able to like rely on something to get you back. You okay. leave that alone. The adventure is part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. So can you tell? So if I'm like, oh shit, out of the peripheral, my peripheral, yeah. I think that trees. Roots are trying to get me. No, they won't be trying to get you. But They'll that's growing, not fun. But not trying to. That's get not you. a journey I want to do. Right, 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 right. You might consider death more than you've ever considered it before. Death is my fucking thing, though. Like I, death. I think of death so often, and it is literally like mortality dep- in general. Yes. Yeah, you might consider that. I'm not good with it though. Yeah, well, it's okay though. But yeah. then have ultimate sadness, and then an hour later you'll be laughing like you've never laughed before. Uh huh. When you are done with it, do yeah. you do you take the experience with you? Are you like some of it? I felt that sadness, and I and I loved hitting the high and the low, and it was a good thing. It was cathartic. Or are you like, oh, that happened, but I don't even really remember what happened. Okay, the feeling you get, you'll take that with you. The feeling of like having worked through something, it's like that all is now in your real world now, at least for a couple months. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I can need another reset, but like that's all with you. The exact thoughts you had, those are fleeting like a dream. Right. You can hold on to some of them, the, 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 the universal truths that you figured out right. while you're on there, and you will figure some of them out. You'll think about your place in the world. And like, oh God, yeah. So you get in your own head a little bit, but not in a bad way. Like, I remember okay. I've having thoughts at like Shroomfest one at, that, at the condo in San Diego. Uh, we came in from the beach, and then it was like, and just thinking about like, I'm a comedian. My job is to be true to myself, and the result is people laugh and get joy out of it. And sort right. of like, that's what I'm supposed to give, not the world, but like, that's my place here. Right, right, right. You know, right. and that's a fine place to be in. Right, right, right. And it's right. almost like you'd be like, you know what? I don't need to be an actor. I don't need to do that stuff. This is like a solid, sure. good, good thing I'm doing. But you get that little hesitation before, even now, before you do it still. Every time, because it's like, I'm going to lose control. It's not like taking a shot. It's like right. taking like, here, this is seven shots in one. Then you'd be right. like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get blackout drunk in the next 20 minutes. Right. That's, that's tough. So there was a few times that I did an edible. Yeah. And I didn't, when I first ever, I don't, like I do, you know, whenever, but like not too often. But like, you know, when you, like I first took it, I didn't really know how that worked. Yeah. And so I ate like, like I ate like a couple of cookies and you're supposed to have like a half a cookie or whatever. And there was oh, a right. point during that, during that where it's like oh this is too much and it's too i'm it's like overwhelming and i want it to stop and then it like it lasted like four more hours oh, right. and it's like so it's like you you're like i just wish this would stop yeah you're not you're not gonna be able to make it stop on mushrooms but there are ways to like lower it 
Have right. you read that thing? Asking the mushrooms, pull it back. Will yeah. will definitely work. Yeah, um, yeah. Just going and turning the TV on, you know, and yeah. be like, I'm not going to get lost in my thoughts. I'm going to watch TV. That'll pull it back. Is Getting it, on your phone will pull it back. Is it better to... Like, let's say you were with five people and uh-huh. all five people do it. Oh, for sure. No, you don't want it's, anybody not on it. You don't want to be... You don't want anybody that's not on it. Oh, you don't? Not even one person to be like, you guys are okay. I'm not on it. Like, I'm the voice of reason. Don't worry. I don't think so. Unless you really have, like, a shaman. Like, if it was me, maybe. If I turn to Vecchione and he's doing it for the first time, he's not going to be able to... We're not going to be able to offer each other anything. Yeah. But the part of it's just like, yeah, figure it out, man. This Everybody has right. always figured this out. That's right. the fun of it. Right. It's like, oh my God, we all got so lost. We got, we lost my friend Matt Egger last time. We were in Malibu or something. And he was like, we got to go look for him. Like, he's okay. And then he was like in an embankment, like across the street for like two hours, just laying there. And then he came back and like, oh my God, I had so many crazy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, it would have to be somebody who's not going to watch you at all. Who's not going to like be observing you. Uh-huh. Like if it was like, I wouldn't want you to be the straight man around us because you'd be like are you okay what are you doing right right, right. you know i i might be able to do it it'd be tough not to do mushrooms everybody's doing mushrooms right and i might be able to be like yeah i'll be here sober just to like make sure everybody else is like cool how long does it last about five six hours (sighs) so for 45 minutes it's just like you start getting a little anxious because it's kicking in try to push that anxiety away because you're like that's first stage second stage is all fun and again you don't want to pull the anxiety in with you and oh, then, so like the first stage of anxiety, because you're like, here I go. I can feel my a little like uh, warm in my hands and stuff. Like it's happening. I'm losing control. But it doesn't feel like. Does it feel so? It doesn't feel like an alcohol drunk. It does it doesn't feel like a weed high. A bit like a weed high. Like what? What is it the most parallel to? Like what is it? Is it like a, a weed high? Bit of ecstasy. Okay. I mean the feelings of love you'll get. Okay. And um, I mean there are times when I've seen homeless people, like bums. In San- and I've just been like, yeah, we just got a different drug. You and I just got addicted to a different drug. And uh, it's like, here's 20 bucks, man. You know what I mean? It's like almost right, too much empathy. Right, 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 right. It's like, you got heroin, I got weed. That's so unlucky for you that right, my friends right. were in a different drugs than your friends were. Right. So you just see people as like a- away from yourself. You just see them as all as like their full selves. Right. I-, I don't know. But like, you had no judgments on anything or yourself. It, it feels a little like tingly, warm. A little bit like ecstasy, actually, and then um, do you take your cell away from yourself? Because do you have the, do you have? Because what I'll do is like you ever wake up the next day and you're like bombed and you're like oh shit and you just scroll through your last like fifteen texts. It's definitely that. Yeah, it's definitely. That. I have to apologize to people say sorry on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Rogan always he knows by now. That yeah, if I ever do get myself, and I, I get loving. Yeah, yeah. So for I'll sure. go and everyone. I love you so. You don't understand, like you know this that the other and so yeah, like that. yeah, but too much. Yeah, and people are like what? Right. I did it at the stand-up last time. Really? I got, I don't know if I was high or drunk, and I I texted him some rambling thing about, like, oh, you know, how much I love you and all that. And somewhere in there, I even lost what I was trying to say, and he wrote back, I woke up to this. I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's it's great. I, I would suggest doing it with a girlfriend or, or a bunch of guys that are, like, your friends with. You yeah. don't want to really want, like, a new girlfriend where you're still trying to impress them right, or right. any friends. right. Unless you're doing like 10 people, you might know one or two barely, but you want to really know the group. Right. Just right. have a good time. You ever go to Verzi's house? No, no. Well, he's I got a good house for it. Big backyard, big yeah. house, maybe your house too. Yeah. Um, but you want to wander a little sometimes too and lay in nature. Yeah, Soder's thinking of getting a group together and going like, and going to do them. The way he wanted to, I couldn't do it because it's the week before my special. What do you mean, like going where? The woods. 
The Woods? Yeah. That's got a fucking horror movie written all over it. No, no. I don't want to go to the woods. I'm going to fucking blair witch myself to a fucking heart attack. No, you're not. I, I, I you was taking mushroom in the woods. You just stare. You walk fucking 20 feet past your cabin and then you just sit down. You're like, well, and you just stare and have silence around you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at a tree, I'm like, well, it's out now. But like, oh, yeah, all this, all the leaves swim and stuff. You really just get lost in your thoughts. So me and Renazisi went to see um, whatever's left of uh, Grateful Dead. John Mayer playing. Yeah, for sure. And I never understood what the joy is of 25-minute songs before this. Before that. Yeah. You get bands. so lost in your thoughts. And then at 25 minutes, and they change the beat to a new song. You're like, oh. Amazing. Oh. And you look over at Steve, and Steve's like, whoa. And you're like, wow. And then like three or four minutes play of that, and then you just get lost again. Amazing. Dude, That's great. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty prideful of myself of not dosing people wrong. Right, right, right. You will enjoy mushrooms. Okay. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm. That's the main thing. People are like, I don't want to lose control, and it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, just do it. Just lose control. Are we? Did we go too? Are we? Did, no, we didn't go too. Do long people long. often, since you're the, since you're the professional there, do people? Do you find that the conversation goes here on your podcast? I'm not being redundant with you in this, in this conversation. Oh no! Like I, because I, I mean, I don't know. You no, know. you have specific questions to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I know. I want to be a that. guest that's not you know bringing up the same topics or you know. And since you're related to that, I don't know how many times you have to. End I bring up, up mushrooms twice a year. Oh, okay. I'll bring them up more than that, but I'll go into a depth like this. Okay. Maybe twice a year. Okay. Right. And it'll be new people, and it'll be people that are like still considering it, so I don't mind them. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was always behind with it. I didn't even first time I ever even smoked weed was like I was probably like nineteen, twenty. How would how even would dr- drink? I didn't drink really? till college. What were drugs and alcohol like in Staten Island? Was it like a lot or not? Really? Uh, when I was growing up, I was just weed. Just weed. Yeah. And everyone smoked. Um, no, I I didn't see it at all in high school. I saw it in college, and it was just the potheads. Right. So that was really it. And I went to school at St. John's, so I stayed home. Oh. But if you go uh, away, to, if you go away, everybody's fucking got Birkenstocks, a hacky sack, and a fucking everybody. It's a Maryland. Because I would go, yeah, I would go to visit my friends, even not even far. I would go to like Fairfield, Connecticut, and it was like everybody there was in like, you know, like that same thing. It was like fucking high, hacky sack, Birkenstocks all over the joint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's people outside the, the bowling alley at Maryland were like. That yeah, and then when I was in my young twenties, you ecstasy. Oh no, it's leg hair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> ecstasy, ecstasy. So what'd you think of ecstasy? I did do that. What'd you think of that? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I loved it when I had. I had not really any bad experiences with it, but then like you know, it was my young twenties. It was like very en vogue at the time, and what you know it was like it was broke, and like we would go like out, and like one of my friends, he he would deal it. And so he would just give it to me for nothing, or like you could spend twenty bucks. It is a way cheaper day if you want to get fucked up. Yeah, fucked up in ecstasy. You got one pill, you go to and a bunch city. of water, and then you're fine. Yeah, you go to the city. It's like ten dollars a drink, twelve dollars a drink, whatever it was. And then I was like, oh, you could just take that and drink water all night, and you know it would last hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So I did it, and it was a little time where like you know my friends did it and stuff like that, but then I just. After like a little bit, I was like, okay, I did it, and now I'll stop. Right. Now I'll stop. Because I didn't want to like, I don't know. I just, I started hearing like bad things about it, and I just didn't want to like. She was holding your nervous system. Yeah. Like, like, oh, it kills tons of brain cells and everything like that. And I don't know. I just was like, eh, let me stop. Right. Let me stop. I had to, I started like my nine to five, 
after college and like it was like right before that and then when i, I had to take a drug test and stuff so i was like i'm just gonna stop and they just never got back into it no. now they just have the pure molly yeah which is like the best yeah i've, I've not I haven't done that me and soda took that and mushrooms together at lcd sound system okay and so what the fuck how do you know what's gonna happen when you start mixing shit oh well you gotta get expertise Certain drugs go together. Well, you know, even if you know how Molly is and yeah. you know how mushrooms are, you don't know if you take both of those, if it's going to combine to do something that you weren't expecting. Yeah, sure. So that's why you ask a pharmacist when you don't know what two drugs are going to interact. When you may say a pharmacist, you just mean a, like, a drug addict. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Geraldo never asked a drug addict. Right, right. right he just okay. fucking experimented. <laughs> right, right, right. There's certain drugs, like, like, like weed is a universal donor. It goes with every drug. <laughs> it just enhances every drug. It's so funny that I don't know these these probably stereotypical drug jokes, but yeah. it's funny. No, weed goes weed kicks everything into overdrive. If you're drunk, like I'm getting a little too drunk, and you smoke a joint, you're fucked. You're gonna throw up. Right. It's gonna send you. It's gonna just. If yeah. you're on mushrooms and you're starting to like, because it goes in waves. By the way, too, you'll go over the first wave. Like, oh, is that it? Is that done? You're like, no, no, it's just about to go up. And oh up shit. Like this. Okay. And so then once you feel yourself like on down waves, then you feel like I'm not done with this yet. Smoke a J, kick you back up. And it'll it'll help the mushrooms again. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. it. So how what's what's Molly Mushroom like? Molly Mushrooms does this thing. Because the only negative possible for mushrooms, well, throw up, but that's such a minor negative. It's like don't even worry about it. Yeah. it it's quick and over. If it do, you know, bring some gum with you if you're really worried about it. Yeah. You know. Um, the only real negative is if you go down some sort of like bad trip hole and you start thinking of bad thoughts. So what Molly does, MDMA, is it just makes you full of love. Ecstasy was the best name for it. It really yeah. was because it really did make you feel just like. I mean, yeah. I mean, I haven't done it in 20 years, but you and I could yeah. be sitting here right now. Yeah. And I will genuinely believe this might be one of the best nights of my entire life. Oh, for sure, man. It's yeah. great. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, dude, I would never do anything. Sitting here with you, it's great, I man. Know. Two bros hanging out. I know. I mean, what are we doing with our lives? This is where it's at. I know. Even a lot of like, I would back rub my, you know, like yeah. just be like, dude, you're fucking, you're the best, you know. So you know how when you're at a concert and there's a beach ball up in the air, yeah, and then it like it comes down, yeah. Imagine if those it coming down that the beach ball is your thoughts, and when it starts to come down, as you start to get <laughs> negative thoughts, somebody in the crowd is there to pop it back up again, right? And that crowd popping back up, that's ecstasy. Got just it. no matter no matter if it goes there, it's just gonna pop it back up. So now you're guaranteed to have good thoughts and on mushrooms. So that's. Are it's you just walking around ecstatic? You're just in a good mood and tripping and having a good laughing, time. loving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of just gets a little less and less. Yeah, it wears and off. Then slowly. it's gone. Yeah. Are you depressed when it's gone? No. The people have said that. I, if anything, it's kind of worn out. But a lot of that's from because you just walked for seven hours. Right. You're right. just walking around and doing stuff for a long time. Right. And also the amount of thoughts, like you have, is like. <sighs> Do you feel like you... Uh, where were you when you did that? Did what? The Mushroom Molly? Uh, Bonnaroo. It was so oh, it was Bonnaroo? Yeah. Do you, oh, so everybody there is fucking in the no, same it's boat. It's perfect, perfect place. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, do you feel like people can take advantage of you if you're in a state where you're... Here's a deal. My friend told me this once. I keep saying, here's a deal. There's a lot of deals. I want to go there, man. That's a perfect place to do mushrooms. Yeah. In between these two valleys like that, no one can get to you either way. You just wander. Fucking glorious. Um, my friend told me this. There's stuff that matters on mushrooms and there's stuff that does not matter on mushrooms. Okay. So if you lose 20 bucks, maybe not now because you're doing a lot better, but let's say seven years ago, it's like, fuck, 
What did I do with that? Did I drop that out of my fucking pocket? Right. God damn it. It might be your day. It would bother me now. It would. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I worked for every fucking dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but on mushrooms, it doesn't matter at all. It's just like, what? Ah, oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, let's, let's go to the park. Right, right, It's gone. Right, it's gone. Right. Let's just not even think about it. Um, what was I going to say with that? What'd you ask me? Well, because oh, Bonnaroo, can people take advantage of you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Time? They just don't. Also, every, you'll be fine on mushrooms. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Me and Jay took them once at uh, Blues Fest in Ottawa, and we ordered a pizza. And man, it was Canadian money, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the pizza guy who's there, and I, and I just like gave whatever I had in my hand. I'm like, you take what you need of this. I probably gave him like three twenties, four fives. <laughs> Did he do? And he took it? No, he gave me back change. Okay. He was right. like, uh, and he just gave me back a bunch of change. Because <laughs> okay. most people, unless you tell them, don't know you're on mushrooms. Right. So they're just like, you're weird. Right, right. I right. mean, if you were sober and you said to a pizza, an actual pizza guy, hey, take what you need of this and give me back the change. Right. They would look at you weird and they would give you back the change. Right, 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 right. Because right. they wouldn't assume you would just let him go. Right, right. Gotcha. All right. Well. Dude, it's, it's glorious. I, I don't. There's no way around I'll just it. Just do amazing. it when I have the next day off. When are you done filming? July. <laughs> now, every once in a while, though, I have a day a day off here and there. You film till July. We film like nine to ten months out of the year. What? It's brutal. <laughs> I know. That's too much. It, it, it is. It it, it like prohibits us from doing other things too. Because we also do sixty five to seventy dates a year. Oh. Road dates. How do I ever see you then? I don't know. I make time for you, man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, you know, we, we, we find ourselves in the same places a lot. We're lucky. I probably see you more than I do some of my family sometimes. Even though uh, there's times when, like, I could see you two, three times in a week if, like, you're here and we're both out and stuff like that. But, yeah, no, we're, we're it's rough. We can't even do anything else. But, you know, I'm not going to. We do 30 episodes oh, a season. So, you know, and you, you know, so it's just like constant, it's constant, which is, I'm, I mean, it's great. It's great. I mean, I know when it so goes away, finally, I'll be upset, but it, it can be grueling, but. You'll be upset, but relieved at the same time. Uh, this is a bit upset and relief, I think, but who, it's like game. lightning in a bottle. Like I always think about, I'm so excited to do like solo stand up and yeah. to learn and get better and better. And I'm for that challenge that that literally is like the saving grace that is going to be like when this ends. Cause it's like, I know I'll keep being creative. I might try to do another show with, without the guys, whatever, but I'll, I'll never know if I'll have as much fun or be as successful as this show. And it's kind of a little bit depressing, a depressing thought. But the thing yeah. that makes me be like, no, this is going to be fucking great is stand up. Oh, right. Yeah. You would have those thoughts, too, if you're like starting to be like, I don't know if I want to do this show much anymore. Not that you are, but if you ever get to that point. Yeah. And if you did Mushrooms, you'd be like, what am I talking about? When I'm I- having so much fun yeah. fucking around with my friends from high school. Let's just figure that. I had a thought once in, in Edinburgh last year. I was getting overwhelmed with road work. I was trying to plan my road work for when my special was going to tape, but I didn't know when my special was going to tape. So it was like I had to get all these bookings. And if it wasn't going to tape, then, then I'm like, I need a couple fucking days off, man. Yeah, yeah. I need two weeks off. Yeah. And I didn't know when it was going to be. And then it hit me like, I'm doing better. I can just do B and C rooms to get ready right. with way less notice. Right. I'm like, and it was like, Ari. You're fine. Sometimes we You're make fine. things more difficult mm-hmm. than they need to be. Just tell your agent no, yeah, yeah. and they'll have to do what you say. Right. You're okay. Yeah. Isn't that great, though, when you have those moments? Yeah. Like clarity moments? God, it's great. And and also, the solution was so simple. So simple. And sometimes you can't even get to that fucking solution. It's crazy. I do have those moments, too. Sometimes I get completely overwhelmed where I feel like I'm fucking drowning. Yeah. 
And then I stop. Like if I'll, I'll hit a fucking point, and I'll stop and go. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is that I enjoy it. Yeah, that's it. And if I'm making myself not enjoy it, then I'm fucking complicating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little different because I'm beholden to the guys. We like work on. That's a little different. That's the same yeah. thing with me, where I want to like go on my own schedule, and you yeah. have all these people like, "Hey, right. fucking me over too." It's like, fuck. But we're we're good with that. But yeah, it's true. Like every once in a while, I'll like be like feeling like I'm gonna fucking suffocate, and I'm like, you know what? What am I doing? Yeah. Why am I making things more complicated than they have to be? When Chappelle, they had to do Oddball, and he was like, eh, maybe. And they were like waiting on him, waiting on him, waiting on him, and then like like. They weren't announcing a lineup because they're waiting on him to say yes. And yeah. they're like, I think a month or a month, two months before, like, he goes, nah. yeah, I don't really want to do it. And they're like, oh, but we're not going to have it. Oh, yeah, I mean, you, you got to deal with that. I'm just, I don't really want to go on the road for, you know, six weeks. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah, best mean, of luck to you. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a, that's like fucking, what a position. Yeah. Like, he's right. Yeah. Because, no, no, turns out it's really warm this, this week, so I'm going to stay home. I'm going to do some hiking. Yeah, man. Well, but they end up losing a lot of dates because of that. Yeah, but he didn't. Right. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. Rock too, right? People. Rock was going to be on, it, and then when Chappelle, the that's what I heard. Them, the two of them were supposed. I to heard on Chappelle, the road and Chappelle said, and he's like, no. Oh, also, there's other things with him. But I, I heard that happen to both of them, and it's like, yeah, it's like, and then, but then I, but then a lot of people, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But it's fucking, it's, it's true. It's not your fault. It's like no, you're, you're not beholden to make Big J Dude, extra four weeks of work. No, I, that's like in I. Yeah, I mean, some people might be like, look, if you committed right. and bailed out, that's not right. But he was like, I'll let you know, and then nah. and they try to push him into doing it. I think that's just being enlightened. Yeah, you know, like it's just like no, nah, I've don't been here before. It's gonna bother me. Yeah, nah. Yeah, right. I, when I go to Montreal, I'm like, give me a day off. I, I always get like want to see a bunch of shows one day or go yeah. to something out. So like, give me the day off somewhere in the middle there. Right. And they're like, well, if I don't do them, I'm like, just do it. You can you can bunch me up the other days. We we only learned that recently. Like when we first got the show, we did not know how to make a TV show. We had to figure that out, oh. and we did not know what we were allowed to do, what our real role was. I didn't know how I was supposed to interact with certain other roles. You know, we didn't know anything, and we didn't know we were allowed to say no. And um, I didn't even learn. Like you, I, we keep learning, and it, only till like I'd say last season did we start the season being like, okay. If we do not build in time for ourselves, no one is going to give us that time. Oh, right. Everyone's going to ask as much as we could possibly give of ourselves. And they, if we don't say that's enough, then it's not gonna, we won't have it. Yeah. And so like only as of like last year, we started being like, we are not, we're, we want this off, we'll be off this time, we'll be off this time, we'll be off this time. And, and then it's just like, now figure that out after that. Right. That's what Jack Nicholson does. He goes, I don't shoot before 10. Yeah. And uh, I don't shoot, uh, I go to Lakers games. And like, well, what if we're shooting then? He goes, again, I don't shoot before 10 a.m. That's amazing. And I go to Lakers games. That's amazing. So whatever the schedule is, right. that's happening. Right. And then that's deal with it. That's fucking great. It's great. What a, what a relief it is to, to yeah. be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you you can't. I mean, you have, you, you have to earn it. No, I mean, imagine saying that to you. Yeah. I mean, people can't do that. They're like, yeah, that's cool. We just don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, we don't do it to that extent. Yeah. I'm just finally like, we, do, we, would like a, we, would like, we would like a week off every like, you know, three months. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, fine. Do you have a first team like assistant that follows you everywhere? Uh, an assistant? 
not an assistant. I, I forget, it's we like have the first an assistant. team where it's you and everyone surrounding you. Make up with you, and then this guy who has to like follow you to say like, "Hey, where are you going?" Like, I'm going to the bathroom, and they know if you're going to number one or number two. They, they yeah, they tell you when lunches. They t- yeah, every- so that's like you know the first the, the AD and second AD, AD. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we have AD. we have makeup first AD second AD. We have we have all that stuff, but we're legit like we don't operate like any other show right. because we we set the tone for our show. And it's just how we figured out to do it. None of us had any other frame of reference. So anytime a writer or someone comes over to our crew that was on another crew, they're like, oh yeah, like this is, I've worked on 20 shows and this is not how anyone does it. And we're like, yeah, well, that's because we only have no, we have no reference. On your own, yeah. Yeah. And so like we have those people, but they're like, everyone on the thing is like a friend first. You know, it's not like anyone like being like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just, I just know. Like, it's weird. People come on our show and they're like, oh, like, you guys talk to everyone and you're, like, friends with everyone and, like, everyone has your number and, like, you, you socialize with everyone. It's like, it's like people say to me that they're not, on some shows, they're not allowed to approach certain people on shows. They, like, they, they isolate these actors. I, I'm like, I don't understand. So, you mean, like, you... You're not no. We're not allowed to go up to them and bother them or whatever. And I'm like, well, they don't come to you. And some of them are like, yeah, they sometimes they'll. But other than that, it's not like it's like us. It's like I, I, I couldn't even believe what a weird fucking. It's either those guys, those ads and stuff, they're working for you or they're working with you. Right. Well, who doesn't want everyone to be working with, with you? Other. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I'll like lift. I'll like do stuff that's not even my job, and they're like, don't do that. Another thing I You're hate. Like, it's right here. I, another thing I hate. Yeah, people, people refer to us as ta- the talent. talent. It's the worst word. Oh god, it's so embarrassing. It it's is. Like, please so don't say that. Fucking. Oh my god. Oh, it's pretentious. They do that on commercials. Like uh, talent has. I'm like, oh guys. Yeah, and when we have to do like promo shoots and we don't have our own people, yeah. and they're like, we need the ta- don't do the, the, the talent. We're always just like, we walk in immediately, and we're like, yes, uh, we're not really professional. <laughs> we, you don't have to call us the talent. Do we'll do whatever you guys say. Fuck that guy ha 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 like we just immediately yeah. start ma- making you know just messing with people talent i hate it i'm with a guy who knows camera works and fucking lenses more than i that's more talented than i know catching a beer and go oh budweiser thanks yeah like that's not there's no talent there another thing when we're on other sets is people get so um possessive of their particular role so like that's my job. That's not my job. Like, well, that's, that, union, that's union shit. Yeah, I hate that, Me too. Though. I hate it. Like, And everyone's like, it's never that per- department's fault. Okay, something happens. We're running a little late. Or, hold on, we got to stop down. We gotta, and it's like... Well, props wasn't the, here. Yeah, well, and then you hear props like, we were here. That wasn't our... But, but the sound guy... And it's like, sound here, buddy. Like, And they all just like... It's like all these little mini fucking wars against each other. It's like, holy shit. Everyone's trying to blame each other. And everyone's the best at their job. No, God forbid, like any, anyone own up to a mistake. Like everyone's just like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a reputation. I'm here for a reason. It's, it's just so weird. And we get on those types of sets. Sometimes I'll do like guest acting on like, like people will be like, oh, we were a fan of you. You want to come on and do this? And I'll like go on a show and like, it's so like actors in their trailers, union guys. Who's fault? Who's this? Who's that? It's oh, it's all this like passive aggressive, like stuff. Like the director will say something and blame someone, and then someone will, you know, it's a, it's just you got it. You come to our set one day, it's like literally like this. Dude, Hollywood is garbage. Yeah. It's it's awful. Yeah, it's just full Legit. of awful people doing awful, self important things. It's so fucking weird. The more I see it too, it's like 
oh, I don't want to be part of this. We go out like we'll, we literally go out with our like like we'll be like, what's everyone doing after work tonight? Yeah, and we just li- like we'll close up on foot, go bar hopping, the whole crew, soup to nuts. If there's someone that started on our show like three days ago, it's like, oh, you got to come out. Yeah, like, gotta, so let's it, get to know you. If, if it's if it's if it's someone at the if it's like a, a production assistant, I treat them no differently than the fucking ex- showrunner. None. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's that crazy people that's not that's, that's right. That's shocking. what I mean. It's crazy that people don't do that. Yeah, yeah. What are Jews like in Staten Island? I would imagine whatever you think. I mean, are there a lot of them? Is it like we have big are people? We like, have, ugh, the fucking Saturday, the walkers. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I've never heard that. <laughs> we have, I think we have, Jew, we have a lot of Jewish communities. A lot of we have, Jewish. we have certain Jewish communities. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I've had any like very religious Jewish friends. Like, certainly not Hasidic. They were going to private school. Yeah, certainly not. I don't think I know any any Hasidic Jewish people. I've did weddings. I, um, I bartended Hasidic weddings. Really. Yeah, when I first got my bartender's license, I worked at a catering hall on Staten Island called the Excelsior, the Excelsior Grand. Yeah, it used to be called the Shalimar. Wu Tang shouts it out in one of their songs, but uh, <laughs> and I did um, I did every single religious type of wedding. Yeah, and uh, I would do Hasidic Jewish weddings, which I, were for me peculiar to see because they divide the room in in half. So for like, first of all, the whole community comes. Oh yeah, they do. So they it's like it five, six hundred people. Whereas like a big Italian wedding would be like maybe 300, like 600 was nothing for a Hasidic Jewish wedding or um, like a Slavic wedding or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, but anyway, so 600 people, they, and then they get a huge room banquet hall and then they put a divider, like maybe like six feet high between, and every woman's on the left and every man is on the right for the, for the whole yeah. part, for the whole party, the pizza. for the whole party. Oh, not even to eat. Like for the whole party. And then at one point they have like dance floors and then like separate Separate though. And then there's one portion where everyone gets into costumes like Halloween almost like funny costumes and they just, they all dance entertain the bride in the funny costumes. Like, you know, the, the other types of weddings, like the, like I did like Russian weddings or whatever. That was really crazy. So what they do is they hire a band. Again, five, six hundred people. They hire a band. The band plays the entire time. They don't pay the band. Really? The, the people that come pay the band oh. by way of throwing money at them. Singles for the six hours that they're playing. And so there's someone walking around with a broom and a garbage bag picking up thousands of dollars in singles. What? Yeah. And the band... At least to my discerning ear, I couldn't discern, is playing relatively the same song for about five hours. And there's only one dance. It's like you, it was like I was watching zombies. It was crazy. It was very unique. And also, they don't like you to speak to the women, which I didn't know. The bartenders? They, no, no, no. Who's the, you? the men. At the attending the party, do not like you to speak to the women, so they'll place their orders: drinks, 
food, whatever. Place of women's orders. Yeah, but I didn't know that. And at the place I worked at, so this would be, so let's say they have, for, for argument's sake, there'd be a bartender to every, let's say, 75 people, yeah. right? So we would be have our little mini bars in the corners of the room. So like if I was in this corner, they'd be like, all right, there's 12, there's tables of 12. You have those six tables, tables one, three, three, four, five, six, right? And at least when I worked there, they were like, if someone has to come to you, up to your bar in the corner to get a drink, you're not working hard, you're not going fast enough. Yeah. So they wanted us to, so as soon as everyone let in, I'd go around to those six tables and literally write down what everyone wanted, right? Because I, And I had to get back and make them and then deliver them. And then once I got that out of the way, the whole night I'd just do like upkeep. So it would be very like, the, the place would force you to go. So I'd run up and I'd be like, what can I get you? What can I get you? And I didn't even know. And guys would be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Like huh. literally in my face, like don't ask her what she wants, and I was like, oh okay, like like they'd be like, the guys would be like, like you got a problem? Yeah. Also, they would they would like treat me like I was their servant. They would be like, bro. They would like clap. Be like, yo, bro. And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, round of. They'd be like, they were like, uh, I'll, I'll take a beer, bring a beer. You know what? They were just like, they start asking for things that didn't happen, <laughs> like buckets of beer, like bring buckets of beer. And I was like, well, we don't really. They'd be like, is there a problem? Bring buckets of beer. Like, and I'd be like, all right. I go to my boss. I'm like, they want buckets of beer, and I'd be like, all right. And I'd bring buckets of beer, and then I'd be like, do you want me to open it for you? He's like, don't talk to her. I'll open it. Like, but then the worst was I didn't realize that it was like a million fold with the bride, and. When you have a wedding, like anything, you're supposed to be like right on the bride and groom. If she sneezes, hand her a tissue. If she like, you're supposed to have anything ready for her. So the the groom, he ordered two Coronas. And uh, I thought, you know, I was like, so I went there and I was like, is one of those Coronas for you? Do you want a Corona? And five guys, I'm not even kidding, walked right up to me, put their hand on my chest. They're like, don't talk to her. Also... Yeah. She had to look down. Dude, I don't know if this is normal. When? I'm Where? not speaking on time? behalf of a for like a lot of it. And I'm not even I'm not exaggerating. Like she, they were at the dais and there was one point where he was on the chair of his at, on his chair standing up. He had a corona in each hand and he was like dancing, you know, and to the band. The groom? Yeah. And she was in her chair sitting looking down whoa and i don't know what that is and i don't know why that is but that's real i saw that but she i'm sure she was happy but like i i don't get that i didn't know what that was about and then they said don't even ask her if she wants anything like don't talk to her like that will ask her damn i know russians i don't know i don't know what it is i don't know what it was do you think maybe it was just like could it be something you were reading into and it was like she just found out he had been cheating on her I don't think she's like <laughs> no, like she because she stayed like because I was like watching and I'm like holy shit she's been looking down for fucking 25 minutes, you know, and then I I can't recall I mean I'm sure she got up and danced at one point but for whatever reason like it was like I think it was like this thing where it's like out of respect to him or something like that like as a gesture I don't know I was trying to solve all these I was trying the to like are weird like the the rituals people do for weddings I was at a Palestinian one they fucking have sword fights. Not real ones, but like, like they have a sword fight cool. dance, like yeah, yeah, like acts of war in, in, this, in, this, in this love ceremony. <laughs> we used to do the Hasidic weddings, and like a lot of people wouldn't drink. Yeah, so there was only a, a percentage of the people that that would drink, and they were very coy about it. 
Really? Yeah. So they'd come. They only drank. T- I, I, I am like a fucking fifteen-year-old buying condoms. Where you gotta like slide yeah. by, like, grab and go. Yeah. So they would only order two drinks. One was called a sombrero, which was like it was like basically like a, a white Russian, yeah. with like you know with an amaretto. It was like, a, and then one was a sex on the beach. I'm telling you, I don't know why, but if there was 600 people at a Hasidic wedding, maybe 10 of them would be drinking, and every one of them would be drinking sex on the beach. I don't know if it was the hot drink at the moment, but it, I'm not even like- What a was, weird thing for Hasids that fucking order, too. What I'm telling you right now, not another type of drink was ordered. Sex on the beach and yeah. sombreros from Hasidic people? That's it. But here's the thing. They, couldn't, they didn't want to say sex on the beach. Yeah. So they would come up and say, I'll take an SOB. And we had to, I literally was going to, like, I had to like entertain myself. <laughs> so like, I would be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. <laughs> just to force and he'd be like and you know an SOB what he's drinking I'm like I'm sorry I don't know what an SOB is and then they'd be like sex on the beach <laughs> and, then, and, then I, and then I would still be like what <laughs> and then they would be like sex on the beach and I go oh one sex on the beach coming up <laughs> <laughs> it was like the, it was so boring. Like as a matter of fact, if you like, if you were new, you got the Hasidic weddings. Really? Yeah, because they were five hours. Nothing crazy happens. No, and not to even say, but so when we did weddings, you used to get a twenty five dollars shift pay, and then whatever tips. Oh, good luck with that. So, so the Hasidic weddings, fifty five dollars shift pay. Yeah, because they knew. Because you're not going to believe me. Zero dollars, zero, and I don't think it's because I don't think it's because of the stereotype that Jewish people are cheap. Yeah. I think it's because it's not customary for them to tip. Sometimes they'll do this thing where they're like, "Oh no, we pay them quite well. Please don't tip. Don't feel like you should have to get money." Right? Out. Trust. Me. Like I remember one at, in a in a what's the deep part of Long Island where the rich people live? Like Montauk, the Hamptons. Oh, the Hamptons. Yeah. So we had a, a wedding there. And I was like, I tipped the valet. And they were like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, it's okay. They go, no, they've paid us not to. I'm like, take it anyway. He goes, oh, no, no. They paid us really well. Like, okay. put your money away. Uh, well, I got $55. Yeah, that's not really for, well. For five hours. Yeah, they don't <laughs> even have a tip jar out at most of the, the Orthodox weddings. No, and if, if we did, it would be funny because what happens is uh, at the weddings, we all pooled, yeah. right? So at the end of the night, we all go in the back. And you're all accusing uh, each other of stealing. No, we, we, we all have to count our tips. And it was always like, it would be like someone, whoever had the most was like the fucking winner of the night because he made the most money for everybody. Then we yeah. divided up evenly. So like at Italian weddings, it's completely different. An Italian wedding, a guy wants to get a blowjob He'll fucking peel off a hundred when he asks for a fucking oh, a Shirley to Temple. Show he's big. He's just like, yeah, hey, give me, give me. That's for you for the night. And he taps you on the cheek. And that Italian wedding at the end of the night, we come, we'll come back and make six hundred dollars in tips. Wow. Yeah, but at, a no joke at the Jewish wedding, it was hysterical because the most someone would make is like three, four bucks. <laughs> Some, like a like a non Jew is just like lighter. you know whoever decided to leave a dollar. To be fair, there wasn't that many people drinking either. Right. But it's just compared to everyone at but the time per capita. Right. <laughs> Dude, I worked at a Jewish country club, and it was like fucking clean that bag, go get my bag, go take it to my car, nothing ever. The only people that tip was when we had tournaments with outside people that would come in. Yeah. Then we get like regular yeah. tips. But why is that though? Why? I don't know, man. It's, maybe it's like children of the Holocaust so where it's like, so the new generation is not that bad but the old generation was actually children of Holocaust survivors. Right. So they're like, we're going to lose it all again. Right. That mentality, you're raised like Sure. Like I can nothing. see that. Okay. But now you're, 
the people who are 25, 30 now were raised by people who did have stuff. Yeah, but so someone like, who's yeah. at a country club telling you to t- get, take my bag, do this, do that, do that, they're not going to tip, though? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Because you, you can't, help, you can't help but resent. You're cleaning their clubs. Yeah. With, and like, put all the extra balls, the used balls, put those back in my bag. You're like, I can't even have your used balls. Right, right. <laughs> do you so go? There were, there were, I do. And there was no compunction whatsoever. When somebody's like, I can't find my bag. It's out there somewhere. We're like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know where it is. And then we found out that it means he just left his cart somewhere and just wandered away from it. So we had yeah. to go scouring the fucking whole country club, the tennis courts, the golf courses, the, the pools by the, by the cafeteria, just trying to find this guy's fucking, the cart that he left out with his bag. And I found it. Yeah. And his driver didn't make it back. His driver found his way to my car. Really? Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah. I don't understand. I feel bad at all about stealing that motherfucker's driver. <laughs> like, my driver's not in there. Like, oh, shit. Like, somebody oh, took it. I'm like, well, wh- you left out your bag for hours. It that's been fucking perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Fuck it. Yeah. That's like Robin Hood. Exactly. Yeah. I, exactly. I feel that. Yeah. Fuck that. You fucking dick. I can't take arrogant assholes, man. I can't take it. I can't take bullies, and I can't take arrogant people. Maury Povich tipped. He was there. He tipped. Yeah, Maury. Yeah, but not many people tipped. The younger guys would tip. I find uh, I've I've so I've worked on tips my almost like nearly my whole life. I delivered pizza in high school and college. I did that. Domino's. Yeah. Where'd you, where'd you work? I worked Local? at a independent. Yeah, but uh, I delivered pizza all through college, and then I was a bartender. From I went to I worked at Prudential for like five years. Yeah. And then I left because I wanted to pursue comedy. And then I uh, so I, I bartended from two thousand three until two thousand and twelve. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. And, Four uh, years ago. Yeah. I, the first two seasons I, I well I had just bought a bar. I bought a bar and a month later I found out we got the show. So what'd you do? Sell it? I worked there for about a year and a half. And I worked there every almost every night, four nights a week at least, and then filmed every day until I just uh-huh. until I literally I was gonna go to, I I was have a breakdown, and I just told my partners that I I couldn't do it anymore. I just kind of gave them I just left them I just left, really yeah, but uh but I but I know what it's like to work on tips when I when I was a bartender like I, I've always tipped well is my point, so there's not much of an adjustment for me now, but being on in the public now. Like I feel a responsibility to tip even to tip. more than I already do. Well, also, they're looking at you too. Like, let's see how Sal Volcano tips. Yeah, right, right, right. Instead which of like, is not again. I always cool. tip well, but it's like especially if my if the person who's wait, waiting on me or whatever, and in, in any capacity knows the show. Yeah, I'm like I have to. Then you have to. I have to. Do you hear that story about um, who's that overrated white haired singer, Italian singer? Bocelli? No, no, no. Uh, Pavarotti? No, 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 no. Way, way more. Like Mac, Mac the Knife, and like oh Bobby Darren, no, 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 the he big sings one. Mac the Knife, the big oh maybe not then, but that type of music, but the biggest one of those guys, Sinatra, yeah Sinatra, oh my, <laughs> 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 sure, yeah Frank Sinatra, yeah, yeah. got it, got it, same page, <laughs> old blue eyes, got it, yeah. <laughs> who said really that escaped you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I'm like Bocelli. It's weed, man. It's weed. It's years of weed. So, oh, what do you do? Uh, so he got to the airport and somebody got his bags and he's like, "What's what's the biggest tip you ever got?" He was like, hundred dollars, one time. He goes, "Here's two hundred bucks, just to out tip whoever the other yeah. guy was." And then the guy didn't tell him, like, you know, it was you. You gave me hundred. No, so yeah, no. Like last year, <laughs> did someone else tell that story? Yeah, that's a story I've heard. Oh, that's funny. That's fucking funny. Yeah, I just was on. A- Who else will own somebody for twenty bucks on a tip? 
not like at a restaurant when you're spending a hundred, but like if you just tip a, a door guy or something like that, yeah, or a pizza guy. I mean, they're just yours now. I do like, it. What do you need? I do it all the time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if I go, you want me to move somebody out of their seat and have you sit there? I'll fucking, I'll, I'll die for you. I, I don't do it for that, but I love that. Oh yeah, I love that because you know what? You're giving me back that I'm. You, we're both showing each other right. something. No, I'm saying you don't do it for that, but then you realize how much twenty bucks actually for, matters. Absolutely, dude. Carlos gave me twenty bucks for getting my fucking sandwich once. He was doing the store, and I got him a sandwich from Greenblatt's, and he gave me twenty. I'm like, oh, the store's covered. And he just, I know, man, idiot. It's for you. And I was like, dude, this is. That's the whole shift pay that crazy. night was twenty five. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, I, I do it. I, 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 I as soon as I walk into, it, especially bartenders, when I, I get one drink, that like the first thing I leave is a twenty. Whether, twenty. Whether I'm drinking like again or not, because I just I just want to. I'm just hey I, I, like, hey, I friend friend I know friend I know yeah, right, I'm, right, I'm right. with you on it, yeah. and they're always just like oh do you want me to break this up I'm like no it's for you and like fucking thanks you know like damn. I've been there, man. I've been there. Because if everybody did that. If everyone did it, you wouldn't have these uptight people. Uh, My friend told me he was at the Golden Globes or something like that. And he was like, a schlub. He managed to get a ticket to it, you know? And they were waiting the valet. There's big stars. And it was like a Tara Reid type. I don't know if it was Tara Reid, but it was yeah. something like that in her prime, one of those. And then somebody comes up with a, a black Honda. And her, and her response was, like, oh, who brought a Honda? Oh, die. Yeah, die. die. It's just like, you've never worked for Literally anything. die. That sounds severe. It's a good car. Like, what are you talking about? Fuck. And also, what, no matter what car they're driving, like, die. Yeah, literally die. It's, You're right. It's fucking literally the worst per, worst of society has to offer right there. Yeah. We, uh, we, were, we filmed at Carnegie Deli once. and um, Closing down. I know. I heard the, the, one of the dishwashers didn't try and keep it open, but who knows. Yeah. But we filmed there once, and uh, Nick Cage happened to be there eating. Mm-hmm. And so we waited for him to go out, and I was like, I want to say hello. So I went out, and he was spacey at the time. Yeah. I don't know if he just was relaxed or whatever, but he, he was very spacey. And he kind of walked out, and it was almost like he was wandering a little. And I'm like, um, I, I waited. I saw someone else get some more picture, and when he obliged, I said, uh, you know, if you don't mind, I would love to take, you know, and he took a picture with me. And then my buddy Joe came out, and uh he goes, hey, Nick, how you doing, buddy? He's like, what do you need? Where are you going? You need a cab? Like, he just, like, for, <laughs> to make me laugh. And Nick's like, yeah, I need a cab. He's like, Whoa. He goes and he whistles. He pulls a cab out. He's like, Nick, get in. And Nick takes a 20 and goes to give him a 20. But he didn't take it. Nick gave Joe a 20? Joe a 20, yeah. But Joe wouldn't take it. He just took a 20 out. And I, but, like, it was, like, very weird. He was just like, yeah, I'd take a, a cab. And then Joe's like, oh, I got a cab. And he, like, he's just doing it to make me laugh. Yeah. And then like the cab pulled up and Nick was just like, uh, he just was like. He just knows you're supposed to tip, I guess. Yeah, like, <laughs> and Joe's like, no, no, you don't have to do it. It's like a, he didn't even, like, it almost was like he didn't even, it was like autopilot. Like. He's like, I don't even want a cab. I guess I'm getting in one. Though. <laughs> yeah. You put him in a cab, the cab yeah. left. <laughs> he's like, hit the cab, you know, like, get out of here. <laughs> Sometimes I feel so obligated to tip that when somebody's like, is a tip type of a job and they try to do it for me, I'm always like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't want your help because I don't have the money. Like if somebody's like, I'll take your luggage up Every, the room for you. That's, no, 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 I'll take it myself, please. Th- that is the number one time I, I don't want to, I can't yeah. tip. Or like you're in Vegas and you're like, I'm getting a cab. I see them right there. And somebody's like, I'll hail it for you. I'm like, no, don't. I was about to do right, it. Right, right. Now you, why are you entering into this equation? The fucking bellhop. The, let me take your bags for you. I oh, First of all, I don't need you. It's like, got wheels. The other one's over my shoulder. I, I am fine. I feel stupid, first of all, making him do that, even though he probably wants to. He's a job. But I'm, what am I doing? I'm walking right into that elevator. 
elevator. I'm going right up. I don't need to because then I'm waiting for you to like come. Jennifer Lopez. Then you're coming in the bags. room. Yeah. No fucking way. And also, I never seem to have like singles or a five on me. And like, and you're like, twenty's too much for this. Yeah, it's. I'm not. I, I'm not. I can't give you a twenty yeah, yeah. to roll my weekend bag thirty feet. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. And then when they insist, like sometimes they insist, and I've insisted no, and then they've even insisted, over insisted you. What am I gonna do? I just give them the bag, and then I'll just be like, "Do you have change of a 20? They have that sometimes. Sometimes they say no and. Me and Jay ordered Dan and John's once, and the guy was like, "Oh, I don't have, I don't have uh, change for whatever." And then I was like, "He had a 50 and let's say it was like thirty-two, and he goes, "I don't have change for that." And he's like, "That's fucking on him." Yeah, but I was like, "Oh, I have two twenties. I'll just pay Jay. Don't worry about it." And he goes, "Oh, I don't have change for that. Like, I don't have any money." And we're like, "Wow, what a good way to get a tip!" Right, right, right. What a great way to <laughs> so get a tip. So what happened? We gave him eight, whatever it was. Oh, uh, but you said it. Yeah, I said it right in front of him. Like, man, that's a good way to get a tip. Not having any change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. Do you have any good like pizza delivery stories, dude? I used to fucking. I used to get change for people when they gave me like under a dollar tip. You know, yeah. like, like it was it was nine seventy five, and I like, keep the change. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll go to my car. Yeah, I'll get the quarter. I have one in the in the thing. Yeah. Oh, I hated those people. I had a lady one time. She ordered. Um, it was four ninety five. It was during the day shift, so like my the guy who owned the pizzeria would oblige. Because she would order almost every day, but she'd order one slice and one can of Coke. Anyway, she never, ever tipped. She would order one slice, one can of Coke. It was like $3. I drove to her house. She'd give me $3. (laughs) But she ordered like every day. And I was like annoyed, but I guess she was technically a good customer. I don't know. But it was slow. Normally, you wouldn't deliver for that. Anyway, $4.95 it was one time. I'll never forget this. And uh, I this is the one time I ever did this. Okay. So I, uh, well, first of all, I got really mad that she would never tip. And I did this. Okay, I did Let this. it hit the fan? I, I did this. I did, I did, I did do this. What, what? I, I, I spit. On a pizza? On a pizza, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's the one time in my life I did it. Did you like, or did you? <sighs> no, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I don't know how to do the loogie one. You got to really have I it already I spit. There. And then I rubbed it in so it wouldn't look like spit was on it. Yeah. It was it was two Sicilian slices, one with pepperoni and a can of Coke. And one, did you spit on the pepperoni one or the non-pepperoni I one? I spit on both and I rubbed oh, it in. Oh, both. Okay. Yeah. Make it even. Yeah. And she always used to take so long to come to the door. And then she always used to be like overly nice, which felt phony because I felt like she's like, I'm being overly nice because I'm not giving you anything. Right. So one time, this is, she did this. Yeah. Uh, she, my boss would oblige her every day and I'd deliver one slice and one can of Coke and I feel bad that I did that but fuck it anyway uh, one day she ordered that it was four ninety five, and I went and she took so long to get to the door and then she came to the door and she handed me a fucking manila envelope and she says I'm sorry this is all I had to pay for it there's something in there for you I took the envelope and I said okay she closed the door I peeked in it was only pennies Oh. Only. So I was like, I can't fucking wait. So I went back to the pizzeria. I walked in. I opened up the vanilla envelope and I dumped it on the front counter. And my boss was like, what, the, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, you got to put this in the register. This is what she paid me. <laughs> He's like, you're kidding me. I said, no. I, I said, we were all like, he, we, were, he, we were in between hysterics, laughing, and like couldn't believe it. 
And so I said, she, she even said to me, there's something in there for you. We counted it. 500 pennies. It was 4.95. Wow. She gave me five cents. Wow. The boss called her on the phone. He said, can I, and he said, I have to tell you something. He said to her, and I was like beaming. He said, I have had this pizzeria for like 15 years and I've never, ever, ever once in 15 years had an experience like this. I'm going to send my guy back to give you your pennies back. You could pay me a different way when you have the money another time. And then after that, I, I didn't, he wouldn't deliver to her anymore. Really? Yeah. Because it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Don't order pizza. How about that? How about if you only have 500 pennies, don't they, order don't, the pizza. You don't have enough. It's not like you come from another country where you don't know about tipping. It's like. Yeah, like don't, like you just, you had, you, you didn't have a single in your house. You live in an apartment. You're an adult person. If you don't have enough to tip also, it's like, you got to go get, yeah, you don't have f- uh, four singles. No, but how about you? Yeah, you do. Change in your pennies yourself and then. Fuck. Right. It, it was disrespectful. Yeah. It was disrespectful. Uh, here, you, you deal with this. Yeah, you deal with it. That's what you do with somebody if you lose a bet to them and you're so angry about I, it. I had a fucking like, smile pennies. on my face uh-huh. when I knocked on her door again with like my arm out, like <laughs> to give her the the, the the thing back. What'd she look like? What'd she like? She was like, she didn't look good. She was probably like, free she pizza was, for me. She was sh- like short, big specs, pretty dumpy. Oh, I meant like, what was her face when you gave her the fucking oh. money back? <laughs> Not like overall. <laughs> Not like hook me up with her. <laughs> she just... Same fake smile. Like, I, I, I felt the embarrassment of the situation, yeah. but she didn't let on to it in it with her face. <laughs> I had a girl tip me by just showing me her boobs once. <gasps> I never Big had that. Big fake boobs. I got trained in that. Like, oh, yeah, they'll invite you in. I'll ask you for the special sauce. But I think that guy was just full of shit. No. Showed your boobs. How did she do that? How she was like, I don't have money. She but was here. so hot. Yeah. And she always tipped well. Yeah. She took five bucks. I delivered pizza in 90, uh, 94. So the pizza was $8. So a $5 tip was insanity. Oh, yeah. Pure insanity. Damn. And I only had like five residences out of like the probably 100 regulars that would tip five. And just like you just said, if that order came in, I was going to her first. For sure. Yeah. And she was hot for you. She was, yeah. And she was my age, maybe a little older, and like a punk rock chick. And she had huge cans, and she always would come to the. She would always be dressed really cool, you know. And then sometimes she'd come to the door, and she'd just have on like a, a like a silk robe that ended like right there. And then like one time she came to the door, and like I don't know, maybe she was like they were drinking or whatever. And she's like, ah, oh, she's like, she, actually she didn't put me in place of the tip. She gave me the tip anyway. And she's like, thanks so much. And she's like, oh, here's another one for you. And she just opened it up, and I was just like. Oh my god! Wow. And then she like giggled and smiled and just like was like I'll, t- I'll see you again and like closed the door and I was like I had heard it was good, that would might happen sometimes because friends are, and then that was the only time it ever happened and I just thought she was so pretty and everything and I was just like she closed the door and I just stood there for like an extra like twenty seconds like oh my god <laughs> another thing that I used to do I used to deliver so I lived right next to Park Hill where like the whole Wu Tang like used to be from uh, they're from Staten Island yes yeah, so well a good portion and they're from like Brooklyn a few of them are from Staten Island proper and like they they definitely used to like. That's where they like first started out. Like that's what they would call their home base. Shallon is Staten Island. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's what Shallon is Staten Island. That's just another way Staten Island. Shall. That's what we call Staten Island. Shallon. Really? Yeah, because they've got it from old kung fu Shaolin. movies, the Shallon Temple, the Shallon monks. But and they were heavy into kung fu when they were forming everything. That's why all their 
all of their like etymology, where they come from, their history, their names are all based in Wu Tang is old kung fu movies. Yeah. So everything. Is. So they called it the Shaolin, the Killer Hills, one hundred three, oh four, and everything. So Rosebank, where I grew up on, in the very next town is Park Hill. So I would, they were in my, because that's where I deliver pizza. They were in my radius. So I would like deliver to them and stuff. And I would deliver to like also like the projects, which is like a bad, the like, like, like rough, like neighborhood. And my buddies, they used to come literally like do my whole shift with me. So like my buddy Mike or my buddy Joe would come. I worked five to 11. They'd come in like at six and like, you know, because they're in the pizzeria. I'm making boxes, but we're watching football or whatever. And they're just chilling, eating free pizza. And then if I have a delivery, they come in the car and they go in the delivery with me. That's so they'd cool. come hang out with me for the whole fucking shift. They did this thing to me. They still had to do it, which I had to, t- I had to literally ban them from hanging out because I would go. And uh, so it was like the summer. So my windows are down. I drove like a Chevy Cavalier station wagon, yeah. a red Chevy Cavalier station wagon of completely cracked window and uh like so i would go i would pull up outside like a, a house in a really really bad neighborhood like and i would like so the windows were down so i would go to the door and ring the bell and then they would then they would turn the my radio to like light fm like 1067 <laughs> like fucking legit like celine dion like i'm your lady and you like the titanic song <laughs> yeah. and they would turn it as loud as it can go and then lay back in the seat <laughs> So, so when the guy opened the door, like some fucking literal like dude, like a, like a really rough neck dude would open the door, my car, like no one's in my car and I'm blasting Celine Dion. <laughs> and they would always like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I just like would literally be like, it's like the feeling I get on the show now. I would turn beat fucking red, yeah. you know, and I would just like, I literally sweat, but I'd be, I'd be like laughing, but holding it in. Yeah. And then like, I'm trying to give this guy his pizza and it's like, Celine Dion's a wailing through the streets and no one else is in the car it was the funniest thing you know is there a good pizza in uh staten island great it is right yeah great great we can we can go toe-to-toe with any borough with that really yeah yeah what's the food in general like what's your specialties what do you got you got late night or not really not really not like you have here it's like fucking go on to seamless and just do anything are we, are we, are we going too long no i've ready to go like 20 minutes before we get, it was probably the last topic anyway yeah. yeah yeah i mean not late night like you have but i mean italian's great there's a lot of sri lankan places we have a yeah. we, we have one of the biggest sri lankan communities i think outside of sri lanka really on the planet yeah yeah sri lankan food yeah we have a lot of good mexican a lot of like we have some good falafel we have we have we have good stuff yeah we got we got a variety, you know. First time I had garlic bites was in Staten Island. Oh, really? Garlic mind. knots? Yeah, the garlic knots. I was like, what? Yeah, where'd you go in Staten Island and have garlic knots? I don't know. Probably Why? a kosher place. Oh, because you were visiting your Jewish friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. go for the garlic knots. I <laughs> like not we used to have a before. great couple of great Jewish jellies too, but the Golden's Deli, but it closed down. Really? But it was cool. They had old cable cars in the restaurant and you eat inside the cable car. Oh, neato. Yeah, there was there was there's some cool spots. It's not like here where you could like right now you where you live, yeah. you fucking oh. open up seamless and there's the cuisine of the world and it's until midnight or it's two AM or four AM. It's one of the best things ever, yeah. right? What's like the best pizza place in Staten Island? It's it's contended whatever. Everyone has like their top five. My favorite place is Lee's Tavern. Yeah. Dive bar, been there forever. They just do bar pies, they don't deliver and you can't get slices. Oh, cool. It's cool. And then uh, Danino's is the one that's... Danino's and Joe and Pat's are the two that are the most well-known. Well like when Gothamist writes up, like, the, you know, we, we they include them. 
Lee should be included too. I There's feel a place like called time, Nunzios I love. I've heard of that. Yeah, Nunzios is really good. They've been here a long time too. I feel like every time they write something up like that, they just those people just look at what everyone else wrote up and they go, well, I got to include some yeah. of these. They don't actually like go around deciding for themselves from scratch what's the best. Those shits not. are regurgitated. Yeah. Because it's so easy to write. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just, no one's doing that. No one but Alexis is going around tasting every pizza. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Alexis is like, for myself. Do you feel like you try, what's your favorite New York pizza? I mean, I like the Joe's and Moneta a lot. The, the Joe's, yeah. The Joe's near the comic on, seller. Yeah, by Carmine, on Carmine, right there across the street on 6th Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, As, the, not the, the one on 14th. It's pretty, no, pretty not good, 14th. Yeah. yeah, the one right there. Yeah, yeah. so fucking good. I fucking love it. Yeah. Love it. The sauce is sweet, yeah. and it's so thin, and a lot of times they'll burn it, so they char the crust a little oh, bit. That's great. And it, you could put down two slices and not feel like, Mm-mm. yeah, I love I love Joe's. you get one, you're like, what am I doing when you finish it? Like, I know. Line. Yeah, that's what I do. I get one and I just like pace it, and I know I'm gonna get on. That's see for me, that is a real slice. That's a quintessential slice. It's nothing fancy. Yeah, that's like slice the pizza that I grew, on grew up on, with. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that Island type. Yeah, pizza. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love like Arturo's. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you know Juliana's. I don't know if you ever had Juliana's, but this place that I haven't tried. But uh, oh, have you ever tried Defara? I've heard the name. It's in uh, Midwood, Brooklyn. It's a fucking corner shop. Been there 50 plus years. Yeah. Same owner. N- n- never getting a facelift type place. Yeah. He is the only guy that makes the pizza. Really? It is. It is. It has been touted as the best pizza ever. So you go. You got to wait between one to two hours for you. Like oh, you, deep Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that. You oh, wait you an hour. You look in there. It's one dude, and he's moving at his own snail's pace. It's like the fucking. It's like the uh, Nicholson of pizza. Yeah. Like you want a slice? Wait for a slice. He makes each pie sit like he's sitting there, like he's sauntering over to like the basil <laughs> and then sauntering back. You know? And I, I, I went on a little pizza run with some friends. I had never, I had never went. I never even heard of it. It's shame on me. And I went. They had a private event, so you weren't allowed inside. So there was like no joke. There was forty people waiting for a slice outside, and I we ordered just slices. And I waited an hour and fifty minutes. And I, I knew I was going to wait an hour. I thought that was part of the experience. Everyone's on the sidewalk talking about shit. And the, yeah. so after the hour, though, at an hour and fifty, I was just like, ah, I'm I'm ready to not like it. Like I, I was kind of like turned against Fuck it. I'm like, thing. it's unreasonable. Yeah. But again, I, it might have been because of the private party. And I ate the fucking pizza, and I was like, holy fuck, worth it, worth it. And it's yeah. nothing fancy. It's just perfect. Perfect. And I have him back. I only went once. Can't wait to go back. That's how, yeah. <laughs> I was in Vegas recently, and in MGM, they had a, a licensed Defara pizza there. Oh, really? I didn't try it, but I can't. I don't know if it's, yeah, it's, it's the, not same. the same guy. Yeah. Same no, it's the same that, guy. I same know, owner. He's not there making it. No, 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 no. The same thing with that Joe's on 14th. It's just not quite as good as the one on right. the other. Yeah. But um, I had that at Franklin Barbecue where I waited. It was like... <laughs> Two and a half, three hours. Luckily, it rained, so a lot of people left. Yeah. But it was like... Franklin's where? In- Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbecue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then you're just like, this is not worth... And you eat it, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't even care about the weight anymore. Yeah, that I haven't brisket, eaten it. I'll be in- will melt in your mouth. Really? Yeah. I'm in Austin third week of November. Third week of November. Yeah. I'm going to try and I know be- a guy, if you want, who probably trade your tickets to go wait in line for you. Really? Yeah, this guy, John Michael, he's super cool. I'll uh, do that. Yeah, he, he waits in line. They have these task grabber people like, I'll just wait in line for you. No Get shit. It, take it to your hotel if it's nearby or something. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'm going to be there like November 19th or some shit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do, you do, you do Moon Tower? Yeah, I love it. 
Are you going to do it again? Do you not know? Is it not? I don't. I asked my agent April? this year if I get. Yeah, it's in April. Uh, yeah, I'll probably do it. I I've never done the solo comedy festivals. Oh. So this year I'm going to try and do oh, as dude, many. There's as so I much can. fun. Is South by fun? No, not nearly as much. Okay. It's okay. I told him I want to do Moon Tower. What other ones should I? Moon Tower, Montreal. Yeah, um, Montreal. I want to. Yeah. Um, that's more of a getting in one. Right. Right. Um, Moon Tower. You'll just. That's fine. But it's like a cool hangout. Yeah. There's a bunch of comics there. South by is like one they had. They first used to have it during the same week as the music, and it was like nobody came. It's such a shit show. And then they moved it to a week early. But then the problem is now you're not able to go see any music. So like, what's the point? Right. Um, and it's okay if you get a crew of people. Because even if you have like a festival with like 15 comics, you're just like, you guys got nothing to do all day. That's, yeah. That's your crew. Or yeah. Crew I mean, that's, that's, that's literally what I'm yeah. looking forward to doing. Yeah. Not performing. I want to like have like yeah, a reason exactly. to be on the road with my friends. Bridgetown was pretty cool, but I don't know if you'll know those people. That's more LA comics, I think. I know a good amount of LA ones. Okay. Yeah. So Bridgetown was cool, but it's like a lower level comic too. Right. It's a free one. You okay. Don't really pay, so then you don't, you don't get like Big J won't go to that. Okay. Uh, but Maui was one of the, that was only one year and done. They lost uh, too much money. That was one of the best times I've ever had. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I want to make sure I go on a few this year. Yeah. I mean, put in for them. Tell your agents, yeah. like, I really want to go to them and yeah. like just start putting in for them. Yeah. Um, they're just great. They're great. And you get to see some top level comics that you don't yeah. really get to see and they're giving out their A material. Right, right, right. And then you just all, I mean, one of the best memories I had was at Bridgetown one year. They have strip clubs everywhere in Portland. And so we went like 40 of us went like after a show Amazing. daytime. We, they had an open arcade for us and then, um, and then uh, we just drank. We paid for our own paps and but those free games for two hours. They went to the strip club and it was like Pete Holmes and Nick Rutherford and all these comics and we were all just having a great two strippers going back and forth, yeah. and there was no skeeviness about it. Yeah. We were all just yelling and screaming. Is it one of those forth. moments when, in the moment, you know, oh, this is a fucking memory right now? This is no, a- well, not even that. It was just all after. Right. It was like that was so much fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was when Pete just got out of religion too, so he was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know Pete. He's a cool guy." Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, we have mutual friends. I haven't yet to meet him. Yeah, it's just a fun, fun memory. Those those things are just like great. So yeah. at Moon Tower this year. We were all downstairs at, at wherever they do the ping pong tournament, and um, after a big show there, and then I just went to meet. It was Joe List and 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 I think oh yeah, Big J, Soder, Norman, and everyone was just talking until way after the show downstairs. Yeah, like, you know, in the, in the you know hallways down there. Yeah, and eventually, like guys, all right, we're closing the venue. So like, cool, we left. And then there was an after party to the right, and we're like, let's go take a walk down by the river. Like all of us, it's it's about seven blocks that way. Let's just go love there. It. Fucking love it. Yeah, but then Norman and one other person like, well, let's go do a lap in the in the after party. I'm like, guys, it's maybe no lap. We're gonna be there for two hours. Right. Let's just go. And they're like, let's do a lap. It's like, all right, we're just gonna go catch up with this if you can. Right. And they were gone. And man, what a fun list came. It was list Sarah, Big J, Christine, Soder, just a fun group. Great crew. Yeah, so Sarah's like brother. And we just chilled and walked, smoked a little bit. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. That, that's that's where the festivals are. are uh, that's right. That's, I went in on that. Yeah. I went in on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got enough of a name for sure. Do yeah. It. Yeah. You just got to tell your agent, like, they're like, well, I don't know because it won't pay us enough money. And you got to be like, I know, I know. Just go ahead and do it anyway. Oh, yeah. I tell them that. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Also, it's the best way to stay relevant in comedy is to have your colleagues seeing that, that you're a comic. Got it. Got it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, is it like that when you do like 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 uh, you know big like headlining festival like a big festivals like that? Is it about making sure you kill too? Because you're saying everyone's doing their A material. Yeah, or? not everybody does, but yeah, I saw 
Kanane at Bridgetown, and I've seen Kanane since. And at festivals, he's always like turned up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw him at Bridgetown. I remember Steve Agee next to me watching him, and I remember looking around like, "Oh, there are people here to see what Kyle Kanane is doing on stage right now." Got it. They're they're not just like I oh, watch. It's like let's see what Kyle. Let's see what, how good he's gotten. I've heard of him. You know? Oh, and this was like five six years ago when he wasn't like as big as he is right. now. Right. It's and, like comedy fans. Yes. And then Diaz told me your fellow Cuban told me that um that or you're not Cuban at all, huh? I'm Cuban. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like, know. I don't know Joey though. Oh. Yeah. Well, he went to Montreal. Well, I went to Montreal, and he goes, "Hey, only closers. Only do closers the entire time you're there. No fucking around." Oh, just really? do your biggest, strongest bits, and I was uh, like, "Really?" He goes, "Don't fuck around." Yeah, see, I'm not right. even. I'm not even ready for something like that. He was right. It was like just yeah. do your best, but whatever. Do do the best you can. Right, right. Yeah, I saw Jay Larson at one of those. Do it. Finish with a story, and I was like, "Oh, this is the new." Are the crowds? They're cool. They're cool, usually right? they, it depends on what the festival, but usually they're going to see five, six, ten shows. So they're just comedy savvy. They right. have a good time. They're nerds. Right, then there, so it's not like, not like fuck drunk, you, get yeah, off stage. Yeah. No, nah, Edinburgh, so Edinburgh is for sure. It's like that, like yeah. drunks, yeah. But um, Gethard was telling me that he had one night had a bachelor party come in. Oh yeah, and it was like fifty guys, and they That's uh, not the show for the bachelor party. Chris yeah, show. I know. <laughs> and he said they they were getting up to walk out two at a time throughout the whole thing. Really? Like 50 of them. And, so and they slow. had to cross like stage. Or <laughs> and he just like, he said that he was like, hey guys. And he, he kind of found out that, because he asked, he's like, what's going on? And he found out. And it's like, at first he thought it was, I think, I don't want to fuck this story up, but he's like, maybe they were doing it to be discreet. So it's not like 50, like a mass exodus. Yeah. But then he said that he cued into the fact that they were doing it on purpose to fuck with the show. Oh, really? Yeah. That's lame. shitty. That is lame. I didn't see oh. Chris's hour at Montreal. At Edinburgh is my only, one of my regrets. He's starting it down the block. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it I'll starts. Uh, so today's it was it's the fifth. Yeah. Tomorrow the fifth. Yeah. It opens tomorrow at Bleak at uh, the Bleecker Street Theater. There you go. I'll go to that. Second yeah. chances. Yeah, it'll yeah. be there for till the end of November. I'll give him a little plug. There you go. Yeah, I, I wish I Chris Gethard's cult, show Culture Project. I think it's called. So it's That's one. What it's called. That wasn't what it was one, called. In one forty-five Bleaker. It's on Bleaker. It's a oh subculture. So, no Bleaker and Bleaker and Lafayette. Okay, I think something right there. I know the name of this theater. I fucking filmed there four times. But uh, yeah, it's there. It's there. It's there starting tomorrow until the end of November. All right, good plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. Um, I try to get him on this year. This is not happening. But he had a shoot. Yeah, man, probably. Yeah. He's a great dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, plugs? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I'll do some up front, too. But your show's on right now, right? Yeah, it's on every Thursday at 10. Thursday at 10 on True TV. No you. No E, I mean. No E. Why do they go without the E? <laughs> You're on you Twitter, just you so. just watch me spend 500 times more times thinking about it than i ever have in my life <laughs> um yeah yes at San volcano i guess um we're touring that starts uh in two days it's uh friday october 7th okay we're going for two weeks on the bus mostly east coast we're getting we're getting as far as actually we're touring all the fucking time yeah so we're be- gonna head to europe yeah heading to europe in january so between now between now and January, I'll probably do about th- at least thirty cities. Damn, yeah, it's big. With it's the practical jokers. Yeah, and then uh, November- Wait, where, where are all those dates? So that is Boston, Chicago, 
Albany, South Dakota, Vegas, Austin, Dallas, Denver, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, State College, PA, uh, Indiana, twice. I'm actually at Indiana solo. My first ever really? solo road gig with Soder and Krista Stefano. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're playing at Hanover College on October 28th. Okay, can I just tell you when I said where are all those dates? I meant what website can you find those? <laughs> Is that why you left? I was like, I, I was when you said it, I took a deep breath because I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it, but I don't even know. Those dates are on impracticaljokers.com okay. or the tenderloins.com. You, I mean, literally, not my fault. You were like, oh, okay, what? You looked at me, you're like, well, where are all those dates? I was like, well, you can find. Find those dates on the internet. <laughs> I yeah, I was like, uh, you want me to name thirty cities right now? I'm like, all right, <laughs> my big closer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, yeah, that's it. Oh, but those. So, but this is the thing, though. No, this is the one. November third is um our. It's a live season finale. Yeah. So it's oh, a really? two hour live sh- finale of our show. Where at the Prudential Center in Newark? Ooh. We're teaming up with Nitro Circus to do like all these like stunts and shit really? for charity. Yeah, we did it. Our hundredth episode was live, and we tight we tightrope walked six stories above in in um, South Street Seaport. And how far it was, did you guys get? Uh, we I made it halfway, and I could have made it all, but I fucked up. But uh, Q made it all the way and won really? fifty thousand for his charity, wow. and we all won ten thousand for our charity. Wow. And it was like a big success for the network. It was really fun and it was really insane. Five thousand people showed up. We did it right outdoors at the seaport. And uh, I used to work in that building for Prudential. Literally, I was on the eighth floor. So when I was perched up, ready to start on the wire, my fucking office window was like 20 feet away. It was kind of wow. cool. It was a cool little thing. I looked up. I was like, that's where my desk was right there. But uh, so they want to do another live event. That was an hour. So this is two hours live. And anyone could come. November, it's like. Really? Yeah. So it's at the Prudential Center. We're selling tickets because we didn't want to leave it open because then you have no gauge of who's showing up and who's not. But I think the tickets are like 10 bucks. Right. And uh, oh, cool. and it's going to be live. It's going to be two hours on November third at eight oh, o'clock. Yeah. I'm telling everybody to come. I'm like anyone who wants, any of my friends who want to just come hang out. That would be, be fun as hell. Yeah. And then after that, head to Austin to go see me take my special November second through the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hell yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. You guys have changed that network. Thanks. I mean, they went. They are now when people like pitch stuff. Now they go like, "Well, what about True TV?" They, now people view them as like a place. They're in the comedy conversation comedy. now. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. happy about that. Yeah, just for the network too. But even because for us, it's like in the beginning, like there was no, we were the only ones. Yeah, and, and you, now it's, it's like so weird. You would be on, then some fucking awful corny magician would be on, and you're like, "Oh, I can't talk about bad about Carbonara." But like, he's, he's like, a great. Is he's this? a funny, nice dude, and he's still on. <laughs> Oh, is he really? Yeah. No, it's like the tow truck shows and the fake fights and all that stuff. Yeah. That like that, that was like, that was what was on. Tow truck But shows. now it's like so awesome to have people that I admire and that I want to work with and that I've, like, I know, like other comedians yeah, and other. Grawlix guys are there, right? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're awesome. They're so nice, too. Oh, yeah. And just every, like, there's, pe- other comedians are on the network now. So it, that's great because, like, that's, that's where I want to be. I want it to be on that network. And I did it, and we weren't, and now now we kind of are on that type of network. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's so cool. You, you like, yeah, you made it become. People say that it feels weird to like be like, yeah, we did, but I don't know, you know, I don't know really what made it happen, but 
it is definitely cool now to yeah. be amongst everybody like like minded. Yeah. Like minded, you know, not every show's good. <laughs> yeah, but then they have the mindset of like, hey, let's just put out some good stuff actually. Yeah. Instead of like something that'll be profitable. Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, hell yeah, man. Dude, I've like wanted to come and do this with you for a long time. Yeah. That really? That's nice. No, I do. I don't know if you remember. We talked about it like a couple of years ago. I know. And I was like, oh, come on, anytime. Yeah. And you're like, what are we going to talk about? We'll talk about Staten Island. I was like, great. Yeah. You know? So I didn't know how it would go. I didn't really know if it like, I don't know if we, if that, I don't know. No, that was great. Next time we'll talk about, I realized too, as you said, we'll talk about uh, bartending. Yeah. Oh, I got. Yeah. I have crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) if if you told me that 20 minutes in, I would have just shifted. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. But it's all right. I just noted. I was like, next time. That's, that's what it'll be. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, thanks for doing the show, man. That was killer. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, it was killer. Good. It'll good. be out now, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, see Sal. Thursday, <laughs> October 13th. <laughs> oh, yeah. October 13th is... Uh, can I just thank you one more time? Your TV de- Your solo TV debut. Will always be for the rest of my life. Yeah, thank you, dude. Thank yeah. you. Dude, I, yeah, I love when I get to do that stuff. You know, yeah. I just dude, when I got, I, can I just say was here say? So like, I'm doing this, you know, and like my family knows I'm doing it, my friends know I'm doing it, but I, I don't, no one's coming. I just go every night and do my spots and I keep it to myself. But I, I'm fully transitioning and all that stuff like that, and I'm really working, you know, as hard as I can at it and stuff like that. And it was just like a really big deal for me. And when I and it's like it's on Comedy Central. It's such a respected show. It's you and the people, other people that are on it are so amazing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, you know. And like, literally, like texted my friends and like like told my parents, I'm like, I'm gonna be doing like, you know, solo stuff on on Comedy Central, on my friend's show. I'm like, Stan Hope's gonna be on like that. And it was like my family was like, oh my god, it was like a big really? deal for me. Yeah. 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 That's cool too because you're like on a TV show for six years. Yeah, but my <laughs> TV show it. feels fake because <laughs> right, right, right. I make it from soup to nuts. I edit it. I do. Yeah. We do everything. When it airs, I feel like I'm just playing my home movies for the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when I'm on someone else's show, I'm literally like, oh my god, look, I'm on TV. I know you what know you mean, mean too. It's like, and you built a set, and you're like, this. I prepared for this. And yeah, I man. Did it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to be on so bad, yeah. You know, and like because I had I had started. I know the you story. wanted to be on the year before too. Was yeah. Like, ah, how about that? I'm like not quite. Man. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like keep working it. Yeah, yeah. And I did. Yeah, you did yeah. for sure. Well, the time that I told it live at the creek for you uh-huh. was the literally the first time I ever said it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, I have a fun story. I'll get through it. It's the creek. You know, it's like yeah. I'll have it. I'll, I have my beginning, middle, and end. But it was I was that was the first time I ever came out of my mouth. Wow. So you know, I got it down. I narrowed it down I cut nine minutes off it and made everything I tried to make everything no unnecessary words Tight. yeah yeah Hell yeah thanks man yeah you're welcome alright so <laughs> yo 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 look at all these crap stay back living life in gray and black boom is on my man's rack codeine was forcing your drink you had a navy green solomon the fiend just overheard you scream you two-faced and scum of the slump I got your whole body numb blowing like Shalimar in 81 sound convincing thousand dollar corporate convincing hands like sunny listed get fly permission that's the episode you guys thank you very much for tuning in don't forget to set those DVDs VRs. But this is not happening. Thursday, October 13th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, and every Thursday after that for 10 weeks. I think we skip a week in there, so 11 weeks to- total. This is not happening. New season out. Oh, you guys are going to have a great one. 
Chrysler Story Crushes, Bobby Lee Story Crushes, Renazisi Story Crushes, Sean Flannery. You guys are going to love, love that one. You guys are going to love that one. Lisa Traeger was great. Oh, we got a bunch of good ones. Regan, oh, fucking a joy to watch. McCullough was awesome. I don't know, it was a ton. Um, all right, that's the episode. So, Bell House in Brooklyn, October 18th. Austin, Texas, November 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Get tickets now at AriTheGreat.com. Um, it's going to be a party. I'm really excited. Um, and that's it, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling everybody about it. TheFuzzle.com, if you want muzzles for your shit shithole ass fuck dog beautiful muzzles um all right thanks for tuning in everybody let's call it right is there anything else to say no i don't think so bye don't forget this is not happening playlists on youtube see everything again canadians australians new zealanders i apologize Thank you very much, Sal, for coming in. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah, I've been Staten Island since 85. Yeah. My thing was rapping and get a package to 89. That trench jacket, that bomber cracking, that baby nine. That drug traffic, sell to your mama and maybe mine. I'm so Staten, no need to smack them, no need to shine. You and them beavers is margaritas, you need the lime. Follow the leaders, Optimus Prime, follow the heater. This Justin, I'm a little twisted, you non-believers. <laughs> Richmond County, we get it lit. Them toolies just a part of the movie, you get a clip. It ain't all Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Louis the Fifth. That's a B if this was Sesame Street, B is for Vic. I mean, Victor, stick em. ha, 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 stick em. Resisting, I get you to 16, I'm spitting. My braille different, cause we thorough efficient. Donald Sterling, I'm clipping, I'm rocking with the You already know how we bang. And now we do I'm so Staten Island. Niggas don't wanna fuck with my gang Cause my niggas riding And your niggas hiding Everybody talking I'm stepping with the iron That nigga faded When I start firing Everybody running Welcome to the island I'm from Essex Like dead wrong when you cross that bridge I got the Park Hill shooters Barracudas you dead About a hundred on your fitted stat Now that we back I said we back for this music And the mission is rad Coalitions, yo they technicians Hammers is locked Yo they loaded when they fire You could hear them for blocks Hands on nothing pretty Yo my city be New Giddy Where I'm from crack sales dumb Travel with them semis Got the coke cooking stashes in the ceiling In fact See if it's wise on them so that all these killers relax Don't move hypothetically, you better not blink Meth lab, Staten Allen, fuck with all of y'all dick Staten Allen, you already know how we bang I'm so Staten Allen, niggas don't wanna fuck with my gang my niggas riding, and your niggas hiding Everybody talking, I'm stepping with the onion That nigga faded, when I start firing Everybody running, welcome to the island I'm from SI I wish a nigga tried to play the god You gon' fuck around and be my latest charge Roll up and I smoke you just like an entourage And you already know how I do it, I'm going twice as hard I'm cooking up in that meth lab 
Ready for distribution, it's in the bag My niggas different, we got hella swag Trendsetters make vendettas, you hating ass I'm feeling like meth and nine too A single about to drop and I'm the liveest in the crew Hollywood from that one six ooh And I'm going to the top with my dudes Give a fuck if them niggas hating I handle that situation I pick it up on my waist and I blame it Them niggas faces Feeling like Tigger X, your career in that basement Niggas moving salad in the flavor I'm so You already know how we bang I'm so statin' Allen Niggas don't wanna fuck with my gang my niggas riding, and your niggas hiding. Everybody talking, I'm stepping with the onion. That nigga faded. When I start firing, everybody running. Welcome to the island. I'm from SI.